If this is your first time or your usual time with us, then welcome to Xbox Era. We provide a platform for the Xbox community from our forums and Discord, our main site with the latest news and reviews, and our podcasts like the Xbox Era podcast and You Have Me at Halo. We exist, our focus on the Xbox platform front and center because so many media publications out there don't. We love this community and believe Xbox really can be the very best place to play. If you love what we do, help us. You can join as a YouTube member, or even better, subscribe to us on Patreon. You help us grow and get plenty of perks to enjoy as a token of our appreciation. Just head to patreon.com forward slash Xbox Era. And as always, thanks for sticking around. This podcast is brought to you by executive producers, Torn Raptor and Top. friends and welcome to the slightly delayed it is definitely all of my fault uh, episode 184 of the xbox era podcast the xbox centric publication funded by and for our wonderful community uh welcome to another saturday night podcast in the middle of an epic and ongoing extra live stream hosted by jesse for the majority of today before we even check in on that, we need to obviously acknowledge that I'm joined as per usual by Special Nick. What's going on? It's actually half, it's actually technically, I would argue, my fault we're late because I messaged you <laughs> yesterday. I did that thing I do. I did that thing that I do. And anyone who knows me knows I do this. Anyone, I did that thing I do where I'll ask a question or I'll explain something and I assume the person I'm talking to understands what I'm thinking in my head. So yesterday when I said to John, hey, we're doing the podcast at this time and this time, I think we were technically talking about the movie podcast we did yesterday, but I kind we of just internally applied it. that. I just internally applied that to the normal podcast because John always complains about how late this podcast goes. So I'm like, John will want to start this at 10 for sure. It's, it's, so it's like, possibly true. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just, it's I mean, I, it's probably yeah. my fault. It's probably well, look, my fault. It's, I should have checked because like, I was sitting playing Trivial Pursuit for Moviesoft, which is 75%, 25% off on uh, the Xbox Live Marketplace, mostly because we were bored and we were killing time. And it got to 10 and she went, you sure the podcast isn't at 10? I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. So I was like, okay, I'll go, I'll go see what's going down. And then I looked at my phone while I was upstairs. I was like, oh, oh, the podcast is now. So here we are. Um, yes. Whoops. Sorry about that. Maybe, maybe, and Jesse, if you would be so kind, maybe we run a poll to see mm. what time the audience would prefer this show to be on. And I'll stick it on the Spotify Q and A when we publish the audio episode. Do you want this show aired at ten on a Saturday night, my time, or an hour later? But also, hi Jesse, how's the stream going? How many kids? Going good. Um, let me see. We right now are at one thousand three hundred and eighty-one dollars raised of our two thousand dollar goal. 
You can go to tinyurl.com forward slash Xbox era XL. If you want to uh, donate, I still have a bunch of game code incentives and whatnot there. It's been a lot of fun. I'm eight hours in. Hello. Nice. Uh, nice. I'm making the poll, so I want to get that done fast. That's just, just fair. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So hi, chat. It's lovely to see you guys. Uh, I'm just reading back in the chat of like, oh, where is sick? <laughs> Sitting on his ass complaining that there was too much choice i had a proper moment of uh you know like when you flick on like netflix or a streaming service of choice um streaming and you're like i don't know what i want to watch like there's that streaming service with the abyss did you yeah that's interesting one that's 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 unique how surprising Anyway, I've noticed in the chat a lot of people are like, where's Nick right now? So if any of you, you didn't, but if any of you watched the patron-exclusive movie podcast we did yesterday... All one or two of you. It, was, it wasn't. The one was me. The one we were up to three at one point. Oh, were we? Okay. If you watched our movie podcast, I said I was going to be doing the podcast from my parents' house. I'm at my parents' house because my daughter... Is having a birthday sleepover with all her friends. So, like a wise so, man, you bailed. So, my wife was like, You and the boy should probably go. <laughs> so, we're at my parents, which, mind you, though, my parents, like, hold on, a hundred meters in that direction, if you walk out of this house and a hundred meters in that direction is the beach. Yeah. You're on the sand and you're Lovely. at the beach. And so, it could be worse. Um, and it's 24 degrees today. So for some people, for you weirdos, that's probably hot enough to be at the beach. 24 degrees? Right, strip yeah. down to your, to your undies, no, yeah? For, for me, it Just needs relax. to be about... For me, it needs to be about 10 degrees hotter than that. 34 be before you're being... Wow, <laughs> Yeah. 34 is like... He's 10, skinny as a rail. of the sun. So... Oh, no, I, I can't go in the water unless it's 35 or more. Like, oh, I, I can go to the beach in 28, 29, 30, but I can't physically go in the water unless it's at least 30. It would have been incredible if you ever visited where I grew up because for a lot of the time, what's like 65 degrees Fahrenheit? It's 15. Oh, it's only like in the 20s? Yes. Yeah, no. something. Let me see. Yeah, I two Celsius. in the 20s. Let me see. 65, 18, 18 degrees Celsius. Oh my God. What? Yeah. That was that's like a the nice that's... spring day. That is, that's nice. Yeah. The, no, that's, nah. that was the water temperature at the beach. It could go even lower again, the fifties, like it could get really nah. cold. Cause I mean, that's we're way cold. up there in the North and North in new England and Hey, good that's old Collingwood cold. with $15 donation. If you redeem the game, I will get the code to you tomorrow. Uh, if you're so right now we're, we're essentially co-streaming. Because I've got a stream that's been going for eight hours. Hasn't dropped a frame in like six hours, John. Um, <laughs> Touch <laughs> fucking wood. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's still streaming now. It's literally playing this podcast. So hi, everyone. Um, but yeah, it's uh, $15. Good old Collingwood. Thank you very much. We've had some big ones. We had some 70s with those. Uh, X- There's, I think, one more Game Pass code. For 70 bucks, you get six months of Game Pass, which is... Uh, a bit of a bit of a good that's um, a good deal thanks microsoft there's only one left though yes mm. thank you xbox for that there's still yeah. there's still more over there if you go to the the url down there 
oh, if we get, uh, I think it's another 100 bucks, I have to go to at least 10 p.m. tonight, which means Oof. still keep going after the podcast. So Nice. Nice. Well, hopefully if there's still people watching at the end of the podcast. Had a lot of complaints about the name of game. A lot of complaints. Yeah. It's We're getting a lot of complaints. Questions. Hey, hey, Townsend, I'm watching in the chat. Yeah, I, I can't put control anywhere in the background, but mate, I don't go anywhere. I don't go anywhere without my control. Don't worry. And if you go to www.drinkcontrol.com forward slash Xbox Era, you too can get one of these amazing shakers to get some control. So use our code to get 10% off Xbox Era, mate. The one yeah, time Nick I is right. Bring Annoying the empty bag. I couldn't bring the empty bag with me to place in the background like I normally do because there's just nowhere to put it here. But don't worry, mate. Just I nail it up on the wall. To pack the most important thing for the podcast, fair, mate. Fair. Sorry about that. Fair. fair. Anyway, um, yeah, it's been man. It has been a. It's been a week. It's been a week for a multitude of reasons. Um, I'm going to tell a story. Weird. It's been okay, a strange week. I'll tell a story before we get into the news of the week because I, I feel like it's fun. As you may have seen now, thankfully, and this is this is bittersweet, our wonderful backers and our community, indeed some of you in the chat, may well have started to receive your copies of Xbox Zero celebrating 20 years of Xbox. Oh, really? Right? I didn't yep. get it. No, you haven't had yours yet, but it's it, 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 it'll be very much on the Mine way. Mine is due in Monday. Yeah. So they they are coming out. Now, here's where it gets moderately terrifying. And I want to be careful how I word this. Uh I got contacted not not just to be clear, not every book is shipped yet. There's more to ship next week. Um it's a somewhat slow process and it's had a slight hiccup because I got an email with uh the bill so far. Um and to be clear to backers and to the community because of the wars and the economy, the prices of delivery had gone up a bit. We shared that publicly a couple of times, right? And some people have been absolutely mm. brilliant and sent some sent along some extra cash because as the as the face of this campaign to get this book launched, uh, yes, we've got some money that you guys put in as part of your backing donation or whatever, uh, but it's going to be more than that. And the burden of that additional cost falls on me. And I got an invoice through earlier this week, just before the weekend, uh, for the bill so far. And instead of what I was expecting, the uh, deliveries to America to cost, which is the majority, by the way, they were coming in at £90 a shot. So for context, uh, that would put, let's say we've got 300 more deliveries in the US, that would put the bill around £27 grand just for that. And ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> so steps have been taken to uh, not let that happen for the majority, but I have been saddled with, at the moment, a rather larger bill for the first load of books that have gone out than one was expecting. Um, that is in discussion. I but yeah, like if you want to significantly, that. I feel like it would be significantly cheaper for you to just go to your local post office yourself Man, and individually post those books. It, it probably would have been. It probably genuinely would have been, and and that's part of the argument I made. I was like ninety ninety pound. That is a more than the book. Like 
like if it was to sell at retail it's more than the book yeah. two like if i'm a retail customer and i did it when i got into an argument with these guys i was like look look if i send anywhere across east coast to west the average average for this carrier is 40 and you're a fulfillment center that is meant to be getting wholesale prices to provide a service like where the flipper you getting 90 quid from so yeah, so uh, I, uh, there was a, there was a momentary moment Thursday night where I went to bed and I was because you got to bear in mind uh, if I was to be saddled with twenty seven grand's worth of debt, ladies and gentlemen, I am not a rich man. I would not be able to afford it. I would be severely fucked as a dad, single dad with a mortgage oh. and two kids to pay for. So uh, yeah, hopefully it all gets sorted. But uh, whoo boy, that was some drama this week. Um, not to mention how crazy the industry's been in general, um, which we'll get into in the mm. news. But I guess before that, we should probably talk about what video games we've been playing and lighten the mood yeah. somewhat. So, Nick, what about you? What have you been playing this week? What have I been playing? Well, I've, I'm still playing through Alan Wake 2, which continues to be... I mean, it should be really game. short. If you skip all the cutscenes in that game, it's only going to be like three hours. Six hours of gameplay. <laughs> Is it? Is it that short? Nah. No, I mean, I am, I am in you're... the wellness center. I am in the well. I'm, I'm in the. I've, I'm at the part where I'm about to fight what I blah, think blah, is blah. the old lady. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're you're pretty far in, like half maybe. I don't know. Without being too spoilery, I just got the bolt cutters. I just got the bolt cutters. Yeah, like I'm maybe half. Nursing... I'm back in yeah. the nursing home. But if you say too many specific things for a game that's only been out a week, people get annoyed with spoilers. So but I know where you are. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yes, it continues to be amazing. There's a discussion to be had about cutscene skipping that I'd like to have. Um, but we won't do that now because it'll make what have we been playing go forever. Uh, I'm very thirsty. I'll be right back. The game is just, yeah. Alan Wake is so good. I kind of Spike. want to have some discussion about cutscene skipping. I'm happy to but have it now. I'll put it in the timestamps. It just means that this part's uh, going to go really long. Let's be succinct with our points. Like, like yeah, we all know that you're an advent cutscene skipper, right? Yeah, because so, they're unnecessary. Like, So here's the thing, because I put out a tweet the other day. Because I told this story to you and Jesse yesterday and how I was very proud of my son. So yep. my son got, my son used some of money he had saved up and he got one of the very last Spider-Man 2 DualSense controllers left available in Australia. And that's not a joke. It is, was literally one of the last handful left in Australia. He was very excited. So we got home and I'm like, you know what? His PS5 is set as my home console. So I installed Spider-Man Remastered on his PS5. Gave the permission for him to play it because he's got a child account. And then yesterday morning, he started playing Spider-Man Remastered. Now, Spider-Man Remastered starts with a cutscene. As so these games do. It started with a cutscene. And straight away, I hear him. He's pushing the buttons. And he goes, can I skip this? <laughs> I just started laughing so much. I'm like... This kid I, is I bet you were delighted. Oh my god. He's like, I'm so proud of you, son. <laughs> so I picked up the controller and I'm trying to push a button. I'm trying to press start. I'm trying to I go, sorry, buddy, you can't skip this. He's like, why? 
It's like, that's so silly. He's like, why can't I skip this? I'm like, man, this kid continues to astound me every day. Um, so, I, you know, I put that tweet out and God, some of the responses. Like, I, I look, if you enjoy cutscenes, I'm fine with that. I have no issue with people who enjoy cutscenes as a way to further enhance their enjoyment and their immersion and blah, 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 blah. Fun fact, whether this is a minority opinion or not, it's, it's a fact. If your video game at a fundamental level, at a mechanical level, at a conceptual level, if your video game cannot be enjoyed without watching movies, you haven't actually made a good video game. I'm sorry if you don't like hearing that truth, but it's an unfortunate truth. Now, there's exceptions to the rule, like your Telltale games, where you know you're there literally to watch a story unfold and you have limited interactivity. It's basically an interactive... I don't GTA know. GTA cutscene yeah, there's exceptions to the rule. But if you're playing a video game, you're playing a video game. And I saw people on Twitter like, so do you skip slow parts of movies? It's like, are you serious? Did you just advertise to the world that you don't have the mental capacity to function on a daily basis? <laughs> like, why would you make that stupid comparison? If I'm going to a movie, I'm going to a movie. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm not going That's to play what you're a video there to game do. in the cinema. I'm there to watch a movie, you idiot. If I'm reading a book, which <laughs> I would never read a book, but if I'm reading a book... Not even the Xbox Era book? I'm not going to complain <laughs> that the book doesn't have videos attached to it or pictures for me to understand what's going on. I'm going into this book to read the book. I know what I'm doing. I don't go to McDonald's and complain they don't have KFC's fries. So when I'm playing a video game, I'm playing a video game. I'm not there to watch movies. Your game should be able to stand up on its own two feet as a video game mechanically without forcing someone to watch a bunch of movies. Like, I don't I disagree don't hear, with you. I don't hear people complaining about Super Mario Brothers Wonder and like talking about the incredible immersive story and you've got to watch these cutscenes. The game's still getting nine out of tens everywhere. Why? It doesn't have an amazing story. It doesn't. All those cutscenes, you're not watching them. It's just a fantastic game mechanically that is fun to play. But I, I, I understand. Cutscenes can enhance your enjoyment. Of course they can. More power to you. Just don't force it, and it shouldn't be required to enjoy the game. I would say to you, though, as an ardent cutscene skipper, that in scenarios of certain games, like Alan Wake 2, which is arguably a story about writing in and of itself and the tropes yeah. of genre and blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. Yeah. that by skipping that element, you are mm. robbing yourself of the intended complete experience to the player so you're at the end of alan wake 2 when you roll credits your I'm still experience enjoy, i'm still enjoying the game i'm not though. and that's fine on a personal level i'm just saying to you that you might end up with a lesser appreciation for the story overall and the and the themes of it and the the way the mechanics have been 
enhanced through gameplay that are relevant to those themes because you have chosen to skip all of that introductory elements to bring that whole narrative together into one thread. I'm not saying it's wrong. Like, courses for different courses. I don't give a shit. It's your game, your time, not my problem. But I do think in some scenarios, like another game that I would say was enhanced and made all the more enjoyable for cutscenes was Hi-Fi Rush, right? All skippable, but it was also like watching a Saturday morning cartoon. And it gave the game this additional wonderful feel of watching like heroes and villains so, and, so like, and so like I said, for some it can enhance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But I'm I'm saying and enhancing there's nothing is wrong with fine. skipping. But I think in, in certain cases fine. you're gonna rob yourself completely of the meaning behind the game. You're probably right. if the game if the true. game is enjoyable on its own, then it ultimately doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. Alan Wake Two, I've been skipping ninety eight percent of the cutscenes. I think I've watched like two of them. <laughs> it's still probably going to end up my game of the year. It's still mechanically unbelievable. I still have a rough idea what's going on because of the case boards and because yeah. of the self, because of the internal talk of Alan and Saga. So I've still got a rough idea what's going on between those two things. The game has been designed well enough. The game has been designed so well that I still have an idea of what's going on without watching any of the cutscenes. Remedy is not forcing me to watch them. And they've made such a great game that it's incredible without having to watch them. That's called good design. If your movie, if your movie, if your video game can't be enjoyed without taking in the story and without watching cutscenes, you don't actually have a good video game. You haven't made a good video game. I'm sorry, but you haven't. I can't disagree with that. Simple. I can't disagree with that. I just think, I think in some cases, watching a cutscene is gives you a better experience. But I also, also think feels... that the games that are the best are the ones that deliver their story yeah. via gameplay. But that's that's Correct. just me. But anyway, go on, Jesse. Like your, Halo your CE. Like Halo CE. Halo it's CE. A... I knew exactly what was going on. I knew exactly what was going on all through the game. I didn't have to watch the cutscenes. And they would just link the levels together anyway, those cutscenes. They weren't cutscenes in the way that we know them. Yeah. They were just linking the levels. Exactly what about you, what's Jesse? What's, what's your take? You're going to the extreme. Like people who think, oh, you you can't you can skip it just fine. Feel free. But it will like if you're doing a review, I would say you can't skip them because you won't get the whole picture of the game. If you're just playing yeah. for enjoyment, I don't care if you skip it will make me pay less attention to your opinion on the overall game. But for gameplay and everything else, yeah, it doesn't matter. But in the end, it just comes down to, it's not that they can't be good without them. It's that they are great when they are enhancing things. So first off, gameplay is king. Yeah, gameplay is king. Gameplay matters the most. But but then you jump into the whole, well, if your game can't be good without the cutscenes, then it sucks. And I just say at that point, your game was ruined by the cutscenes, which is a Kojima thing, like Metal Gear Solid 4, which had awesome gameplay for the time. But you got to do it for yeah. like three hours, and then you watched for nine. But that is the extreme. That's not That's most right. of them. I've just like, seen a great no, example in the chat, Nick. You play Mass Effect? Well, uh, I haven't gotten very far into it, no. Mass Effect 2 has one, yeah. one of the greatest sci-fi cutscenes of all fucking time. Right, where you've mm. built up this fucking 
collection of characters and you go through the Omega Relay and your choices and what you've done up to that point all play out right then and there in a real-time mm-hmm. cutscene. And it's mm. fucking awesome. And if you skipped it, you wouldn't know who lived, who died, what the fuck happened until you loaded into the level. You're like, oh, I've lost three people. Why? Because of the choices yeah, you made. But you would have skipped before that. in games. Yeah. Does that not like games? bug you? That would not bug if me. the game was good. Not if the game was good at its core. Like, and I used to watch cutscenes every now. And, like Alan Wake, the first Alan Wake, I watched the majority of the cutscenes, and they were pretty good. But I will say, there's only one type of cutscene I've watched consistently throughout my entire life in video games, and that's the ending cutscenes when I've beat the game. I used to love getting to the end of Street Fighter. So I'd beat the eight fighters in Street Fighter to watch those cutscenes at the end. Ken and Eliza, Ryu wandering the world. You know, I used to enjoy those cutscenes at the end of the game. Um, but even when I used to play Punch Out and I'd see Mac riding his bike through New York or whatever it was and then dock behind him, I'd be like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Let me get to the next fight. Let me get to the next fight. Like I just... I, yeah, I'm playing a game. I'm playing a video uh, game. I'm, not I'm curious. A movie. Have you played What Remains of Edith Finch? Ooh, remind me which one that is. There's one that it I is, played for the achievements. It There's is one a that two, I played for two, the achievements. two and a half hour playthrough indie game. Uh, you go to this weird house that's all white higgledy piggledy. Yes, I have played it. Right, that is that game tells its yep. story entirely Through in the game. game. Zero cutscenes, yep. no point skipping anything. Brilliant. Yep. Those are the examples of the best games of this medium. I think Edith yeah. Finch was like a 10 out of 10 for me. Incredible game. It wasn't for me, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. But it did yeah, it all in the game. But I don't think anyone should like beat you up for skipping cutscenes or, or go mad, get angry with you. It's a personal choice. I'm just saying I think there is a case to be made that you are robbing yourself of furthering your experience. In certain that, scenarios. That, that I can agree with. I can agree with that. I can understand why I'm robbing myself of enjoying a game I'm already enjoying even more. Yes, that I can get on board with. Like if you had no but, idea why they were all sad about Dom and Gears? Yeah. I don't even know if you... The, I, think the I, watched like there are... I think I watched that, that cutscene at the time. Again, that was the earlier days when I used to watch scenes but i think years may have been the actual turning point for me when i started to skip them because gears was pissing me off with the slow walk and talk and what's going on and then the force <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> i think i think gears was actually probably the turning point for me when i started to get over that shit and start skipping i think it was gears of war do you know what um, does make me skip cutscenes? What? When I'm bored. When a story hasn't yeah. engaged me. I've been playing yeah, Robocop and mm-hmm. I'm like, it will stop and I'll just see like some punk head do, hey man, I want a helicopter like that. And I'm just like, fuck off. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I know what the story is. I'm going to shoot the bad dudes. There's probably going to be some old yeah, OCP right. douchebag in charge. You do it's have to make like choices that. if you want people to live. So it is good to know what's going on sometimes. Yeah. But like, there's, know, like when, it, when a cutscene is painful to watch and I'm just dying, I'm like, this acting is bad, the animation is bad, and I just want it to end, I will skip it. Like, 
Yeah, I, I get it. And again, like Jesse said, Metal Gear Solid 4 was another one. Like games that have cutscenes that just go for too long. At least Alan Wakes are fairly short. The ones that I've watched have been quite short. Um, But some of them, like the ones where Saga has a revelation, all she's essentially doing, it's, it's a cutscene where she's saying what you've just read and discovered anyway in the clues you've put together on the, on the what's it called, the case board. Um, so they're just not unnecessary per se, but yeah, maybe they are a little bit superfluous. So I've been skipping a lot of those. Um, I I don't know. I just, in 30 something years of playing video games, I'm yet to come across one where I was enjoying it at a mechanical level. And then I'll, because the movies were bad, I hated the game and vice versa. Yeah, I never saw a game where good cutscenes suddenly made me enjoy a shit game. Yeah, like that's fair. I'm I'm playing a video game. I'm not watching a movie. It's not it's not that complicated. Like, uh, I don't know. I just I found some of the replies, and again, it's not about shitting on anyone who watches them. If you want to watch them, more power to you. I I can't sit through them, but if you want to watch them, great. I I just some of the responses. The way they were worded, and maybe these people on Twitter didn't intend it that way, but a lot of people are quite bad at getting their point across on Twitter. They made it sound like it's impossible to enjoy a video game without watching these movies. And I'm just like, I could not disagree with you more if I tried. But they're also like, they're also, a lot of times they're just enhancing the stuff you're doing. They're not a movie. They're, it might be a minute, two minutes. Like they're not, generally yeah, super long it's it's kojimas that are normally unbelievably long and i end up wanting to skip because i don't care about it but a lot of the other or, stuff they're or just... like sony where not only are they quite long there's a million of them yeah like well, the number the of times you'd walk 10 meters and then there's another cutscene. then you'd walk 10 meters then there's another cutscene. it's like oh my god like yeah there, there are always literally. bad examples of stuff but there are great examples Tell your story of it too, and if you if you blanket, skip it all, then you just end up missing some great stuff. I, I just but just like John misses the podcast, he misses hitting his mute. He button. misses pressing pressing his mute button. I need to pause the action for a moment because you know mm. cutscene skipping. We'll put the timestamp there. I do want to give a shout out to my nephew, Aiden, who is watching mm. right now. He's yep. he's a youngun. You know, he's approaching mm. his. He's just started high school or secondary school. Oh, wow. Over here. Um, shout out to Aiden. Hi, buddy. Go to bed. What are you doing up? What time are you fucking in bed? Uh, Isn't it Saturday anyway, night, though? It's Saturday night. I don't mind. He's, he's like, he's nearly a man. He can, he can stay up as late as he likes. Doesn't bother me. But hi, Aiden. Um, anyways, anyways. So outside of that, you've been playing The Wonderful Land Wake 2. Have you been doing anything else with your time? Um, OG Fortnite. So Which you won the first Ep- one you played. Yeah. Epic Epic have decided to try and distract people from all the horrible things they're doing by um releasing OG Fortnite. Say, so look, look at the shiny, look at the shiny to distract people. But I have to say it's actually amazing. <laughs> like it's so good. Like having the having the OG map back. Um oh, I was just I was landing at all the old places again and it's all still there and old weapons are back and 
I, I mean, they have. I'm sure they've got probably got two versions of the map, like because they've got zero build now, which wasn't a thing back then. So, my guess is that they've got a version of the map that's slightly tweaked for people that can't build for zero build, and then the straight up OG version of the map for normal building. Um, but you know. There's no vehicles except the golf cart, which was the earliest vehicle to come in. There's no swimming. Swimming is out. So all the water is like knee height and you like trudge through it, which is like driving me crazy. Um, But aside from that, it's, oh man, they've made everything OG. The store, the, like they've, they've turned back time on just about everything. Uh, I hope they keep this as a mode going forward because it's so much it's so fun. It's this perfect blend of old and new, uh, OG Fortnite. Um, really, really enjoying it. Uh, downloaded Jusant, but have not started it yet. Jusant. Jusant. In their review guide, they literally say, this is how you pronounce it, Jusant. They did a TikTok Jusson. as well, or a YouTube short. One of those. Um, did, you, did you watch OG. my review? Uh, I watched a bit of it. Yeah, there's the good news is there are cutscenes in Jusson, uh, yeah. but they are very short and they are just little little connectors. They're just showing does what the mountain, you just does did the mountain you're climbing die in the end, or does the mountain uh, I'm not, survive? I'm not, not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil oh, it to okay. you because it's a really, relatively new game. Um, yeah, yeah, and I um, loved it, but yeah, it looks nice. Yeah, it's it looks very nice, style. and it's very different for Don't Not, isn't it? Don't Nod usually does the Telltale-style games. They do. Though yeah. the, their next one is the one you leaked, so they probably hate you. Banishers, uh, New Eden, whatever the heck it's called. That is their is next that by Don't Nod? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, I, I got didn't delayed. leak it, leak it. I didn't leak mm. it, leak it. I... I teased it and no one knew what it was. Like everyone was guessing games they already knew. So I yeah. would argue I didn't leak it. I just knew about it, teased it, and then after the fact said, ha ha ha, this was Banishers. Um, that game actually looks quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, Published by Focus, who only published good stuff. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? Mario Wonder, um, which I'm still just. I have my switch here with me. You can't see it on camera. It's like just there. I have my switch. With me. Chip no matter what, I always believe you have a switch near you. I don't care where you are. It's <laughs> the whole point of the switch, isn't it? Isn't the, the whole point of the switch that it's portable? I can take my console anywhere with me. Um. So yeah. So that's that's what I've been playing mostly well, OG on, Fortnite and Alan Wake. On the subject of Jusson. Um, obviously, if you haven't watched the Xbox Zero review, um, they gave us a really lovely amount of time with that game. Two things. One, game's great. Um, it gets a bit wonky sometimes in its control pattern, but this is uh, 100% a scenario where Don't Nod have gone, this is a cool mechanic, and then that's it. They've made the game so There's nothing really but climbing in, in Jusson. Um, yeah. And it's basically a set of you get to a place, climb. And it's great mm-hmm. in that there is no yellow paint slavered over walls that gives you the optimum route. You can kind of bastardize your way up. Like there are easier mm-hmm. paths and trickier paths, but you can just do it. Um, but the soundtrack 
Fajusson absolutely slaps. And thank you to Don't Nod mm-hmm. and the publisher for lending or giving us a, a copy on Steam for the use in the review. Um, I picked two of my favorite tracks in there, including The Ballast, which I learned after I'd written the review. Ballast is the name of the little companion creature that your nameless protagonist has with you. Um, and it's actually a really lovely story. It goes, it gets a bit out there, um, so but it's really cool. The, Go on. Does it have any agency to it? Like, can you die? Can you fall off? Can you nope. stuff up your climb and die? Nope. You can stuff up your climb, but your your rope will save you. You just have to start your climb again. Um, and it can okay. get trickier. But it's, yeah, it's a really chill. It's a chill. I was yeah, about to say, so, so I feel like it's a vibes game. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so very you just relaxing. want to sit back, relax, just not concentrate, switch off your brain for a bit and just whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's really good. Definitely. Um, I... Can I still enjoy it if I skip the cutscenes, though? There's barely any to skip. Oh, right. There genuinely is barely any to skip. They literally just explain how you got from this area to this area. Um, Or like, okay, I press this thing. Now, you you won't want to skip them simply because they will tell you where to go, and you might not know otherwise, because it's just a 10-second cutscene to show you what you just did and where to go. So if you skip it... You're not gaining much time. You're going to have a loading screen anyways to wait through for the same amount of time. You're just going to be confused on where to go. You know, like in old school games, when the cutscene would play the animation, it would show you like what you just did, and then it would leave the camera lingering on your next path. Mm-hmm. That's kind of kind of what it does. So, okay. um, but it's an it's a neat game. Uh, it's another great one for for Game Pass, and uh, yeah, definitely would add it to your download queue. Is it Game Pass mm-hmm. fodder, is it? They're really good at what they do, I think. Don't nod. Um, but yeah, yep. uh, I've also released a new squad battle map into mm. Forge for Hello Infinite. It was really a lot of fun to do, considering that everything I've made thus far has been for 4v4, and the realisation that the challenge was to make it look as pretty as they were the other ones, but it's twice the size. Um, and it's built for 8v8, but it supports 12v12, BTB. Oh, Definitely wow. recommend checking it out. Uh, it's called Command. Uh, and I think it serves fans of older, more typical Halo experiences than, you know. Did you go with BTB. the day or the night time? Sunset. Sunset. So got the golden I remember hour. I saw your tweet where you were like showing a picture of how it looked at night and then a picture yeah. of how it looked during the day. That was Yeah, it, I went... I went for the golden golden hour, um, and funnily enough, big big thank you to Tyler three four three's lighting guru, who hopped on for uh, twenty minutes to kind of give me some pointers on good tactics to make it look really vibrant. Oh. Is that postums? No, no, he's. I don't think he's with three four three anymore. Postums. Oh, isn't he? No. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's good. It was good. It was good. Or is it Connor? I can't remember his name now. Anyway. <gasps> um, wow. Yeah, I know. He mustn't have left much of an impact on you. <laughs> well, people have their like gamer tag name and then their Discord name. It gets all confused in my poor yeah, old brain. You've got to be consistent. Um, I have actually already got a live tested version of Command with PVE, so against AI. Um, but you remember the very first Forge map I made, the kind of cyberpunk city thing? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we've 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 been testing like I've now got a banished cruiser up in the skyline, mm. all this lightning's going off. I'm gonna script the laser to come down, blow up the buildings, but then all the drop ships start coming in and, and all the covenants start coming over the top. Cool. So yeah, I mean, man, the new uh, the new forges it's really cool. So yeah. <sighs> anyway, Jesse, extra oh, live stream. The week of reviews that you've released. What have you been playing? Um, the latest thing I released, which I think is getting an unfair shake from everyone, is The Invincible. It is essentially a prequel to a 1967 Polish novel that was that John might really like if he's never read before. It is very hard sci-fi. Um about a future Earth that or a future civilization where technology took off in one very specific direction, and that is space travel. But we're still very 60s in, they call it atom punk, where it's like very Soviet space era looking everything. There's no digital screens. Or atom. Atom. A T O M. Atom. Up an atom. Atom punk. Up an atom. Um, So very atom punk analog space travel future. Super cool looking. It is a, it is a glorified walking simulator. It's like it's mm-hmm. a walking simulator with gameplay in it. Very light puzzle mechanics and moving stuff around. It is extremely cutscene and dialogue heavy. There is no point to playing it if you don't want. It's it's a game about listening to two people having conversations and making very important decisions on where your character is going to go with stuff. And you have to make them quick too. You normally get like five to 10 seconds and you've got to make a choice. Sometimes you get way more. Um, It's great. It even has driving, which most um, walking simulators don't have. Um, Looks gorgeous, runs really well, um, has fantastic voice acting. And even though it is a Polish game, it is only um, voiced in English and they did an incredible job. So the book is about a very specific thing that I don't want to really say because it would spoil the game, but the game is the prequel, the story of leading up to the start of the book. And you are on a planet called Regis 3, looking for signs of life because their atmosphere has everything that it should to make life. And you're trying to figure out how come there's nothing here. Can we get resources? Because you are the Commonwealth and you are going against another group who are actually the stars of the book. Um, Things go real bad and you're, you wake up confused with no memory of how you got there or why. And over the course of about six or seven hours, you'll figure it out. You'll make a ton of choices that ended up really mattering. I went back um, and looked after the fact because the, the one of my main complaints is you can't do manual saves. It is only one auto save. So if you do something and don't realize that was a choice, you cannot go back and change it unless you play the game again. <laughs> which was very annoying for that type of game because there was one thing and like it said go do this and like oh okay i'll go do that do i have to and i did it and it said you chose not to do this and it's like oh for fuck's sake i could have done the other thing it didn't end up mattering in the end i still got the choices i wanted but that was that was the one negative but outside of that i think it's like a 30 or 40 dollar game and it's really really good and i loved it i think i gave it an 8.2 because like those that genre generally does have like a a ceiling if you're not just world class in yeah, the, the tale agree. you're telling. But um it's yeah. it's very, very good. Because an eight point two for us should mean very good. I know we tend to score yeah. high, but it's mostly because we don't review the things that are bad. 
it ends up because it's all for free. We're not getting paid. If we were getting paid, we'd we'd review more shitty things that I'd make people do it, and I'd go, "Hey, you're gonna get fifty bucks for this." Visually, it looks but, really nice. Oh, it's it's really it's Unreal Engine four. It's really pretty. There are some textures that are like a little meh on the on the ground and whatnot. Um, a few times I got stuck in the geometry, but I just jumped around and got out of it. It's a really good game. I greatly enjoyed it. And that wasn't your only yep. review, though, right? You also did Robocop? Robocop. I did. And I've been playing Robocop Rogue City on uh, stream a lot today. Um, it is exactly what it's trying to be. It is trying to be a good B-tier 7. That is, It is the good 7, unlike what people mm. said about Starfield. A 7 is good. Well, no, Starfield's aiming for a 10. Robocop's aiming for a 7. So get, getting there is West. good for it. Like yeah. Evil West. Evil West was like 7.5. Evil West was even better than a 7. Maybe yeah, Evil was West good. was close was to really an good. 8 because it was it was so fun to play. What the hell did I give you know, Evil West? I had dinner with my parents last night, and for the first time ever, my dad mentioned a video game for the first time <laughs> in my entire life, and it was Robocop. He was talking about the Robocop. Mm. Wow. I, yeah. I gave him you, like, oh, well, Dad, you know, we've just reviewed it. So. I did. I pointed him to just <laughs> review. I was like, we reviewed Robocop. We got Robocop. It's supposed to be Robocop is a little bit of swearing, a lot of gore, no nudity or anything. It is going for that mature yeah. gore no rating. No boobs, unfortunately. Well, America's fine with blowing heads off into a billion chunks, but you cannot show it. I know, it. but don't show boobs. Yeah, or but um, and I did. I gave Evil West a seven point five. I remembered. But um, I know Robocop's like really fun. Robocop does play a lot better on PC. Um, it is Peter Weller, Trav. He's it's his voice and it's his face. He uh, oh, he's the wow. only one from the movie. That's cool. That's the oh, best chunk Murphy. of the budget. I don't know if it's his voice, Probably. but it's her face. They definitely modeled Murphy. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks like her, but the if actress. you actually look, it's not. It's definitely not her voice. Um, yeah, it might not be but, her um, voice, but. It's a look-alike. It's like the porn parody version of her if you actually get her face. It's, But that's most of the faces in that game. The only face and the only model that's really good is RoboCop. Everyone else is very much at home in a farming simulator 2022. Like They, they all look like something that they flipped from the Unity Asset Store, maybe. Um, <laughs> but overall, I think the game still does look nice because it's just there to be this giant sandbox for you to mostly use your Auto 9 in full fire mode, blasting people into bits, and it's it's just good dumb fun. I, I, I really feel that like game. I feel like if this RoboCop game was made, what year are we? Twenty twenty three. If this RoboCop game was made in two thousand and three, it would have been a light gun shooter. I mean, wasn't that the? OG Xbox had a Robocop game, didn't it? Yes. Wow, I'll have I to check our book. Yep. <laughs> I believe it did. Um, but this this same group, Taeon, they made the 2019 Terminator game, which reviewed horribly, but people are like, no, it's actually not too bad. And I have a code for that. I actually might, maybe that'll be the one I play after stream since I just did a bunch of Robocop. I'll hop over and play Terminator uh, Xbox Series X version that came out that I accidentally played a week early on stream because the game's four years old, so I had no idea they had embargoed it, and I was really surprised when I then looked at the embargo at the thing, and they were like, "You can't play this till the 27th." I'm like, "This game's four years old, eh, whatever." But um, Weird it's a Series really? X version, so yeah, they like to do that okay. on 
updates, but yeah, no, that's um, Robocop's yeah. fun. It's might be wait for sale fun, but it's fun. Yeah, well, yeah maybe maybe it will come to Game Pass. Yeah, you, you never know. The um, Terminator game never did, so I'm not sure. Who knows? Um, but yeah, there you go. Uh, coming up uh, next week or this coming week, we've got uh, the. Oh, I didn't update my this, did I? Principal two review mm-hmm. coming, or is that what he's done? Um, we've got RoboQuest, we've got Teardown, and yeah, <laughs> I did mention this last week, but two of the guys are doing just thing. <laughs> oh, so sorry. the the first The first five, John, are what's come out this week, and then then oh, okay. is upcoming. So, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Talos Principal, we've already dropped. Yeah, just an article from Genghis. He gave uh, it a nine point four. I actually have that one to stream too. Wow. Yeah. Nine point four. He loved wow. it. Yeah. It's an eighty eight on open critic. He's not far off. Wow. Another nice. game of the year banger out of nowhere. There's lots of great games no, this not. year. Eighty eight disqualifies it. <clears throat> I saw an eighty one get nominated, Nick. Sorry, them's the rules. Wow. If you're less than ninety, your game yeah. sucks. But because because I, I'm stupid, um, and I was I was saying November's going to be slow, and then I gave myself RoboQuest, which is leaving early access on the seventh. It's already in PC and console Game Pass, and has been in PC for two years and console for almost a year. Teardown, which is coming out on like the fifteenth or sixteenth, so a review closer to then, and then branching off a bit for our site, I'm doing Assassin's Creed Nexus, the MetaQuest VR game. Because why not? You, you know, Ubisoft asked if I was interested. I said, sure. I have a MetaQuest too. It's literally right mm. there. Nice. So I mean, I'm. I don't know what captured footage is going to look like on the Quest. You can capture clips and then transfer them over. So I, w- I will see if I can do a video. I do you know what would be really nice? <laughs> you did. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that conversation was like. I three want years the three. Ago. You should get a Quest. You should get a Quest. I've used the three, Jesse. I've used the three. My brother. I want to get three. one. I've it's been trying really to get good. them to send me. I've been trying to get them to send me one, but they never respond, and I don't. I don't have the money to buy one. So. I played this alien shooting game on the MetaQuest Three. It almost made me want to buy a MetaQuest Three, and then I remembered wow. that I probably will never use it. But it was one of those AR games. So what happens is mm. aliens start breaking into your house, and it looks really, really cool. And you've just got to shoot mm-hmm. all these aliens and build the highest. It's like a. It's it's almost like a Wii Sports type. Yeah, to yeah, give yeah. you an idea of what the MetaQuest is capable of, like a Wii Sports type demo. And Get premium bowling and you'll use it all the time. It's so good. I just bowl it's all just, the time. The way they did it was very clever. Like it legit looked like these aliens were breaking inside the house. Of you, the, like the you might actually really cool. like old Resident Evil RE4 VR on the Quest Two is phenomenal. Like they completely rebuilt that old game. Because, you know, the worst part of that game were the controls. But now yes. it's VR, so it's actually, it's just, it's really good. Probably would They got some stuff. Asgard's Wrath coming. I reckon too. you'll like the MetaQuest 3. It's quite good. If they would ever respond to me to send a review unit, I would be able to let you know. But they won't. We're not big enough. Okay. There you go. Happens. Hey, I tell you what, what I do like is when people hit like on, on the show. So, hey, if you're sitting in front of your phone right now, or uh, you're watching it on your desktop, just hit that thumbs up button because it helps. It makes me feel good inside, um, and I really appreciate it. On that note, 
Um, I suppose we should get into the news because it's been a week, right? Yeah, it's been a carnage-filled week. So let's get into the simple stuff. We'll do the simple stuff first. So Xbox Game Pass, another wave of games uh, was yep. announced. Um, another wave Jesse of fodder has brought back to life uh, our day one Xbox Game Pass uh, videos, which is great. And the only way it can uh, work is yeah. right away, or else no one yeah. cares. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But they do very well if they're right away, it seems. Um, but yeah, so, and again, podcast crew, community, if you're listening, head to day1.xboxhero.com and you can have access to a really cool API-driven app that shows you everything that's on Game Pass, shows you what's coming, what's leaving soon. You can rate the games. You can create forum OTs for them. It's very, very cool, and you should definitely check it out. Um, also, it's really cool. At the moment, there's a whole Xbox Series X Power Your Dreams banner takeover on XboxZero.com, which is like, I normally don't like ads, but it's quite nice to see Microsoft's advertising on a website um but there's lots of stuff coming out and another game that i did try today which was headbangers rhythm royale which we had a mm. review for um, which is a pigeon based rhythm based battle royale game 30 players um so that's out on uh game pass based. rhythm based you instead pigeons. of combat you play mini games to a rhythm okay it's, it's quite entertaining and you play as a pigeon and you can move your left stick at any time and his head goes Wah! Um, but we've also got War Tales. We've got Football Manager coming on November the 6th. Uh, we've got Dungeons 4, November 9th. Wild Hearts, November 9th, which is reviewed quite well, but apparently now all support for it is ending, according to I'm AI. one of the few that review it, it reviewed okay. Um, it wasn't meant to be a live service game, like a Monster Hunter, because it's a smaller thing in there. But yeah. I, I, it is it is an easier Monster Hunter meets Green Lantern powers, where you like... You build up, you use boxes to build things, and then you get these big ass glowy effects that you can do. It's very fun. I really enjoyed Wild Hearts. Yeah, and then we've got last but not least, we've got Spirity, which was recently shown in the in the partner preview uh, show that Microsoft did, and Coral Island on November thirteenth and fourteenth, respectively. So, more stuff for your subscription. Isn't that lovely? Um, mm. Microsoft also announced they're going to get. Well, they didn't really announce that this is the way they would do it, but The Verge said Microsoft is about to get better apps and web games on Xbox because Microsoft is letting Xbox app developers use the new or the current on PC anyway, Chromium-based Edge rendering engine for media apps and HTML5 games. So um, everything that Edge is capable of on your desktop would be able to be capable of on your xbox which is kind of cool be a hell of, a hell of a lot better for apps yeah yeah it's very if... it's very cool I, I, the day chrome edge came to xbox was amazing even without this latest update it was just great because the yeah, they were the only ones that got to use chrome edge everyone else was still on old less functional edge yeah mm. I, I i i i use edge now chrome chrome is only used for work i've been using chrome edge since the day it came out it's amazing yeah it took me a little while to switch but it's the, oh it's the best they made it very it easy it is yeah hands down it, it, it annoys me sometimes with some of its like sidebar interruptions that's the word i'm looking oh for. it can be a little um 
ad heavy. Well, we'll get into that in a little it bit. Can, it can be a little obnoxious at times. Don't get me wrong. Although I have to say Safari these days is quite good too. But believe it or not, fun fact, StreamYard does not work on Safari. No. Does not work. There's something about Safari that StreamYard's tech doesn't jive with. Very weird. It probably wants to do something good and Apple's like, you must pay us $5 million a year if Give you want to do that. Give us more money. No, you must pay us $5 million each time someone uses StreamYard on Safari. <gasps> <laughs> We get a 30% cut in our app store for yeah. Premium, even though it's a browser. Yeah. Speaking of uh, giving money, uh, there's a link at the bottom of the stream right now for Jesse's ongoing. This is the third year running for Extra mm -hmm. Life. Uh, folks, help us reach the goal. This is all for charity, right? It doesn't go in our pockets. You're not going to enable Nick to get another 100% to charity. No, it all kept sticking charity. ads in. I had to fight very hard to get it to stop trying to show ads. Because I turn monetization off, but it still shows ads. So YouTube wants to take money, even though we're not. I'm like, just please, for fuck's sake, YouTube, stop it. Yeah. Here. But hey, head to Pretty the tinyurl.com forward slash Xbox Era XL. Um, big thank you as well to Giant Bomb for putting us on their team page as well, mm -hmm. which is super cool. I presume we have a Mr. Grub to thank for that uh, courtesy. They, um, they're pretty open. You can just um, apply and let them know you want to be a part of it, and they, they let you oh. in. And by the way, there's still all of these. Uh, there's still all of these incentives. All these you give ten bucks, you give twenty bucks, fifteen, and you can choose if you want these games. And they're global. So hey, you want to bang on code. Balls Chronicles? This is a global Xbox code for Bang on Balls Chronicles, which is oddly enough supposed to be great, really well reviewed game. Wizard with a gun on Steam, Dwarf Fortress on Steam. Those are North America, but Xbox global. Correct me if I'm wrong, but no matter what you donate, I think a minimum of five dollars enters you into a raffle to win. Yes, if you choose this, this incentive, signed copy of from Phil Spencer, signed copy of the Xbox era. It's a little bit beat up. It's not like the book's fine. It's just got a small dent here for it was traveling in my suitcase for a very long time, so it might smell of me. That's a bonus. You do have to choose that incentive. It's five bucks. You can enter as many times as one would like to enter. And as soon as we have a winner, I will pop to my post office, pay 90 quid and get it shipped to wherever you are. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but yeah, but if we get to 1,500, which we're very close to, that's the last stretch goal of going at least 12 hours, which would be at least 10 p.m. tonight for me. So nice. I'll go. If we get that, I'll go for midnight. Good. Cool. Make it happen, community. Anyway, let's talk about some of the drama. There's, there's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quick fire because I don't have much to say on them apart from that they're news. I'm gonna quick fire through some basic stuff and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes. Uh, Grounded got a good big old update with its own four. You might be maybe, into it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. I should go check that out. Um, I do know two of my two of my best buddies uh, really love Grounded. I think they've played it to death. Um, but it gets its own forge mode, so you can create your own kind of modes and ideas using Grounded's Soundbox, which is pretty cool. Like, what a what a unique game to be able to... That, that dev team just keeps trucking Obsidian. Um, really, really cool stuff. Um, Starfield, uh, still doing well. Has a big patch going into beta on Steam next week. I believe DLSS is finally coming with this one. With um, frame gen and everything. Ooh, it works perfectly on Alan Wake too, by the way. It looks really, really good. 
Um, in the biggest news, biggest headline, Xbox outsold PS5 in Japan. Mate. Because because a new PS5. The reign of PS5 is over. <laughs> I don't want to hear any context because context doesn't matter. It's done. See, Jim resigns. All these financial troubles. All mate, it, even we'll they've even it. lost their home country. They've oh, even dear. lost their home country now to Xbox, the console nobody wants. You don't want Japan. any context, no. no I don't any, want any no context. Context. PS Five lost. Yeah, we call that being facts? on Twitter. Don't give me no the labor pain. Just give me the baby. Just give me the baby. <laughs> what are the facts? The facts are Xbox outsold PlayStation so in Japan. That is all that matters. The numbers. That's what yeah. matters. Sales is all that matters. No context. The numbers, yeah. Mason. Yes. What are the numbers? What do they mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I guess last last couple of little ones. Um, Lots of pictures have been emerging of the PlayStation 5's new model um, out in the wild. The still ugly slip. Yeah, a lot of them have been deleted, including the link that we had there. Um, that post been deleted. So it looks like Sony lawyers are doing but something why? with it. Why? Everyone or... knows what it is. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I, can't, I can't even bring a picture up. Um, we all know it's ugly, guys. It's it, fine. Like, it's, it's just, yeah. It is what it is. Say, you know, with them deleting everything, it's probably good to not put up a picture because then yeah, they come fair. after the stream. That's true. Um, but I will say, if you want to know what the stand for the horizontal is, it is a piece of plastic shaped like this with a bar in the middle. That's it. It's just a little yeah, thin, you know, clear piece of plastic. They've done the same thing they did with the PS4 and Xbox One. It's half gloss, half matte. I'm like, why? It's weird. It's a full redesign too. Like it is a 100% shape and everything redesign. That's worse. Like why? They didn't have to be. They could have made it look however they wanted. They could have made it not require any stands. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I would argue it's, I would argue it's uglier. It's smaller. It is, it is is Mm -hmm. genuinely smaller, but I would argue it's actually uglier, which is quite a feat. Like, how do you take the ugliest console ever made and then its revision is somehow uglier? Yeah. Like it's that's weird. just that's incredible. Like that has to be intentional at this point. Like they're just fucking with everyone. Sony's designers are like, watch this. Like, <laughs> look what we did. <laughs> and they'll still I bet buy you we it. We can make it worse. I bet you we can make it worse and the idiots will still buy it. Oh man. I'm telling you now, man, like it's it's actually stunning. It's unbelievable how it got worse. Yeah, it, it always it always cracks me up when I think about back back to when both consoles had been seen. And I was all Xbox is so boring, but like you said, uh, you swap those designs around, and if the if the Xbox it. had revealed, they'd love then it. It's like the PS Five. My God, oh, the uproar, so brutal and minimalist. Oh my God, it's <laughs> just like it's a represent. It, it truly represents what we've become as a society today. I feel. <laughs> And it really tells the story of a young child. And we'd be hearing all these bullshit stories about why it's an incredible design. And then we'd see the Xbox, which is if they swapped. Imagine if the Xbox looked like the PS5. Imagine if the Xbox looked like the PS5 and that's what would be revealed. 
oh everyone God. would be clowning um, the crap out of it. Yep. The absolute crap out of it. Okay, so I'm going to quickly quickly share me. just the paperclip. Hold on. This thing killed... I cannot believe that this is real, but this the is stand. the horizontal clip. That's it. That's the, That's the horizontal stand. It's just <laughs> stand. a piece of plastic with a bar in the middle that you stick there to oh hold... It just God. sticks in... It just... I don't... I hey, don't get cost it. Cost cutting. Cost cutting, mate. You design it so you don't need it. Design a system that doesn't need it. Also, but thank you, Britt, for the $15. Joke. How can they continue yeah. the joke if they design it properly? Do they charge you for this stand? I don't Do they know. charge you no, money this for this? Is, this is the free one. The oh, one they okay. charge That's you for them. is the, the circular standard upright one. Like, is like 30 the, bucks. the first one came with. Like the wow. first one came with, we all got the stand for free for the first one. The stand that's required both ways, by the way. Um, so it's just the worst design console in history. I don't understand. And Why? Any, I... anyone that argues otherwise has no idea. Yeah, it is an ugly console. Anyway, enough about that. Um, and last but not least of the non-dramatic news, uh, Phil Spencer once again proves he is a man of the people. Or at least he's a man of the Xbox. This was employees. a weird situation. I mean, it just smells like me. Like someone in the bean counter's office was like, "How do we? How do we save?" We're going to slip this one here? by. Uh, oh God, we're giving everyone a, but, a an eleven or fourteen ninety nine Game Pass subscription as an employee perk. Soon to be seventeen dollars. Yeah, we can cut that. That's, they don't need that. And, oh, and then Microsoft employees. Here's, like, a, here's a question, though. Here's a question. So. Did all those Microsoft employees just have the subscription? You had the something option. They probably had to apply for. At well, no, work. you have like, to. You have to go to and get it. Like there are there are a lot of people yeah. that are like, oh, I didn't even know this was a perk I could get. That's or like right. you could go and get it. Yeah. So, so funnily enough, know, this whole situation will make a lot more people actually use it now that yeah. they know it exists. That's right. Like for all we know, there was probably only five thousand people that actually were making use of this Game Pass Ultimate sub. For all we know, now there's like quarter of a million extra now subs. Now there's like two hundred and eighty thousand Microsoft employees <laughs> all getting Game Pass Ultimate. We'll get, we'll get an announcement <laughs> next week of new Game Pass numbers. Oh, we've yeah. just tipped over the next barrier. Because how many employees the... does Microsoft have? Around two hundred k. Yeah, quarter of a million. Because there's no they way were... known they were all making use of that sub. Yeah. It, no. So they were going to cut it for non-gaming employees, so everyone who works yes, for at, Microsoft for employees. Yeah, yeah, X, Xbox, which is still most of them. It. Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Xbox employees keep it, and they were taking it off Microsoft employees. Um, and then Phil. But that's most of them. Know, so. yeah. But then Phil, who didn't know that was happening, allegedly, supposedly, then he's just hanging out at BlizzCon. Yeah, then stepped in and said, well, no, everyone can have it. But like John said, I reckon it's 100% that case where hardly anyone was actually activating their sub, but now they're all like, wait, what? We get Game Pass <laughs> Ultimate? Game Pass? Okay. I wonder if they just give you a code on like the Microsoft employee portal or you have to put in like your your, your live address and it gets added to your account. DM Zedox and ask like that. Yeah, well, I, uh, yeah, know, well, I, I do wonder. I do wonder. I need to do a couple of call-outs. Britt with 15. 
Barry Donnellan with 10, and then Barry Donnellan again with 55. Wow. Whoa. For the children, extra life donation. They're probably, they're probably um, grabbing incentives. I can't see exactly what game they grabbed, but I'll get them to you as soon as I can. It'll probably take me a day or three, hopefully one. But thank you. Nice. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it, guys. Thank you. Thank you, community, so, yeah. for being awesome. Good guy, Phil, once again. Yeah, man of Showing the Showing the world how it's done. Yeah. Now, that, there you so go. Great. While we're on the subject of Xbox still, let's get into... Please come on our show, Phil. Do you think, do you, think you can get in for show 200? Again, a second yeah. time. <laughs> second time round. It was hard enough the first time. We'll try not to piss PR off this time. <laughs> it was hard enough the first time to get him on. Um, <laughs> Before we oh, answer the question. Super chat. Super chat from good old Collingwood. More small news for sick. Australia's Choice Magazine voted the Xbox mini fridge as this year's most shonky device. <laughs> Does not surprise me. <laughs> shonky is in a bit rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shonky, dodgy. Bit I bet you there were worse, but it was a mediocre little tiny mini fridge. So I'm not surprised. Yeah. Most of uh, those mini fridges are. Well, oh, that, at that price, you're not getting something good. You you want a good mini fridge? You're like five hundred bucks. You're spending yeah, I was about 90... to say, probably six or seven hundred Australian oh, dollars for you, for a yeah. Good mini yep. fridge, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Emil in the chat, rumor mill. It's an interesting question, Emil. It's an interesting <laughs> question. Yeah, I, I, mean, I am actually meant. I am actually meant to have a rumor mill, Nicholas. It says no, but in I, my show notes. I know. It says no, I, I didn't. Yeah. Ch- I just didn't touch that section. Oh, you know how I put out that tweet? I put out that tweet about showing a screenshot of my OneNote. And Mm -hmm. in that screenshot, it says Wolverine Info. The Insomniac Wolverine game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was told, like, you can do it for the podcast. But I don't know if I want to. You don't want the target on your back right now, man. Yeah, I don't know if I really want to. There's enough PlayStation up early. Yeah. Like, that game's probably not coming out for ages. So... For all I know, whatever I've been told will change. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm interested. I might just now you see why other myself. people give you stuff because they don't want to get yelled at either. Yeah, true story. Um speaking of getting I'll... yelled at, mm. um Microsoft wasn't all positive news this week. Oh, no. Um, Brazil. Let's talk about Microsoft and Xbox and Brazil first of all. What is happening there? What the, I don't understand. So, what is happening there? The economics in Brazil, uh, as I understand it, there's there's like a lot of corporation tax and sales tax and all sorts of taxes and stuff. And just Probably suddenly, out taxes. of nowhere, the Xbox Series S shot up in price to be worth only the costing, S. Yeah, only the S to cost more only than the Series the X and a PS5. No, it's, it's just it's below. Almost, it, yeah, oh, okay. it's almost as expensive but, as and, a digital PS5. Wow. But the digital PS5 is being discontinued and don't know what the price of the new one's going to be because that is $50 more in the US. But still, it jumped up 43%, which is way more than people were expecting it to be. That's a loss. And then and, I saw like the thing first, and then it's not reversed. It's but like, then it's what? not actually reversed. And then it's. What's going on? So, what yeah, I. The like one I thing know... I know about this situation is Xbox Brazil doesn't exist. It's now run by Xbox Mexico. Mexico. And. Some yeah. people are like, well, was Mexico trying to get people to buy from them and import? Like, I Maybe. I don't know. It, it's just there's been no communication, which I think has been the most annoying and frustrating part. 
for people. They just they don't understand what's going on and why. <laughs> Sounded like and, you said and, frustrating. Fart. Fart. <laughs> and, um, and, and the thing is, like, Brazil's one of their strongest markets. Like, yeah. legitimately There's one of their of strongest markets. A lot of Gears fans in Brazil. A lot of Gears fans. And this is... This is gonna hurt them in a very real way. Like that—that's supposed to be the affordable option, and it's no longer an affordable option. Like I just—I I feel like at some stage, like I got—I I got a DM from a Brazilian follower saying, "Nick, my God, like this is what's happening with the Series S." Blah 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 blah. You know, can you help? I'm like, look, I'm. I, I did do, I'm not going to say what I did, but I did do a thing to attempt to help. I'm not going to say what that was. Um, but I, yeah, it's, I feel like Microsoft should pro- probably say something if it's possible. You like, know what it is? Their regions are all a mess. Their regional stuff, as we can attest to with how the UK has been up and down a bunch, like with mm-hmm. things changing and all that. Um I bet you Phil and them probably don't really know yet and they haven't said anything because they want to find out why is this happening? Like, what is going on? They're digging what's, into it. What's the shit? Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's a bit frustrating though, for, especially for Brazilian gamers that there's just been such a long mm-hmm. period of time without an update. Like, it's still very unclear what the situation is. Is the price going up? Is it is it back down again? Was it a mistake? If so, why did that mistake happen? Because this this there's, stuff there's was all lot of communicated it. out to retailers and things like that. So, like, it's very bizarre in terms of how yeah, it's... A, and there's a lot things. of mixed messaging in terms of... There are some Twitter accounts that are like, oh, no, the price has never went down. It's always been up. Then there are others that are like, no, 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 it has mm-hmm. gone back down. And it's just... It's not... It's like MSRP versus... All their actual like store what do you what are they actually charging versus what the msrp is is also like it's almost never actually sold at msrp so yeah i don't know it's it's an odd one but you know like as soon as we hear anything we'll, we'll put an article out or something to that effect um i just find it hard to believe that they like some people are fully blaming like Brazil or Mexico or Xbox Mexico. Others are fully blaming Microsoft. I feel like the reality is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Because I find it difficult to accept that Microsoft has played zero part in a massive price increase of their console in a region. I find that difficult to believe. Yeah. Someone has said, yes, that's fine. Please put it up. Yes. Someone at Microsoft has. It has to be aware of this and has possibly ticked off on it. So it it's like we said last week where it kind of matches with the increase on Steam regional pricing for digital because Brazil has been one of those like gray market countries where people will go to and buy codes and resell them Yeah, because um, it's so much cheaper. So the fact that they generally don't always sell at MSRP, it could be you raise the MSRP knowing it's not going to sell at that. It's still going to be lower but you are getting more because the percentage has gone up. So now even if they're still 30, 40% below MSRP, you're getting more because, you know, they're yeah. these speaking are such of, heavily subsidized consoles. Speaking of getting more, can you open up the Extra Life uh, Xbox Zero page for me right now? Sure thing. Because I've got some bad news for you, bro. 
You're staying up a while. Oh no. <laughs> so funny thing, I'm actually seeing, I see all of it. It's I still have OBS open and I, I mute myself here and then I pop the microphone open there and say thank you to people because boop bada, boop boop boop. Ah, we broke fifteen hundred. Hooray! Thank you, Shadowless and Spartan and Barry. I'll be going until about midnight tonight. Mm. That is good. Thank you, everyone. You guys rule. We've killed last year's total of thirteen hundred. Nice. I I really I'd love to wake up tomorrow and see you like hit two grand. Like I think that would be awesome. But Mm. let's let's see. Let's see if we can make it happen. Um, So yeah, the the situation is weird. We don't know what's going on. Xbox Zero fam. and to our Brazilian followers and listeners, uh, you know, hopefully you've already got your Xbox and it's not too big of an effect on you. But uh, certainly if you're thinking of buying well, one, maybe help the reason, for a bit. The reason the right Series now. X didn't go up is because they don't get Series Xs. They only get Ss, which is what makes this extra shitty. Wow. Total dick move. Yeah, that's even worse. Yeah. Hopefully we hear about it soon. About yeah. Phil and everyone else going, hey, No. Yeah, and and like one last piece, like couple of pieces of news that I want to tackle before all of the stuff about Bungie and, and PlayStation, mm. um, <laughs> which is the biggest drama of the week, I think. Uh, so I have seen that um, IGN is taking some fire this week, and I don't know why, really, because from all I all I've heard about the latest Modern Warfare game is that yeah, it definitely was a half-assed campaign thrown together out of a mismatch of other pieces. And... But it wasn't. See, this is the thing. It's not. It's not a half-assed campaign. What is this it? This is the issue. Have you played it? I haven't played it. We heard a year ago, we heard almost as soon as Modern Warfare 2 came out, what did we hear? We heard that there was, we're not going to be a traditional Call of Duty game this year. Yeah. There was just going to be like an expansion to Modern Warfare 2. That is what we heard a year ago. And at the time, we were like, good, give them a break. You don't have to do Call of Duty every year. We said it in 2020 when Modern Warfare 2019 was still the top-selling game. We were like, you don't need a Call of Duty every year because the good ones keep selling for two or three years. Give the devs a break sell some expand loans sell some dlc you've got warzone pumping out money like crazy you don't need a call of duty every year so when we heard the rumor that this year's call of duty was just going to be dlc like an expansion for modern warfare 2 we were like great yep unreal then all of a sudden we heard that oh hold on no we're actually going to get modern warfare 3 i think i know why because and the then, deal was hopefully to close by June, but then it didn't. And so Bobby kind of panicked and is like, okay, if it doesn't happen, we need this thing to make us a bajillion dollars again as a full $70 thing carrying us. Well, that's what's happened. So it's clearly, this is clearly the Modern Warfare 2 DLC that was rumored, but they've now decided to sell it as a full priced game. And I think. I, again, I haven't played it, so I don't know if it's genuinely terrible. I don't know, even as an expand alone, if it's a genuinely terrible thing. I don't know. But I do wonder if a lot of the scores and the backlash are because we're being charged full price for what is actually 
a DLC for Modern Warfare 2 to the point where the achievements and trophies show that it's a DLC for Modern Warfare 2. And it only goes for like four hours. So this Yeah, it hasn't even got a platinum trophy on PlayStation. No, because it's, it's just DLC for Modern Warfare 2, as had been rumoured. So uh, I think the real problem here is the fact that they've decided that they're going to call it its own thing, Modern Warfare 3, which means that name is now ruined. And they've charged full price for it. It is also just... like it's seventy bucks for the campaign, zombies, and um, multiplayer stuff. So it yeah. is seventy for that package. They're reviewing essentially a third of the package, but then complaining. I can say if it's not worth like if you were saying it's not worth seventy dollars on its own. If you just play Modern Warfare or if you just play Call of Duty for the campaign. You wait for a sale on this one. It is not worth full price. But no. to really score it against that when the actual $70 does get you three things, I think is not the way to go about it. Because both IGN and GameSpot gave it a four, which for them generally means broken, bad, yes. terrible in every way. And the most yes. they said it was, it's kind of boring. It's yeah. not broken. It's not bad. It's not worth that's 70 right. bucks just for this campaign. That's but like, what I'm that's saying. not, that's, that's why people are kind of outraged and there are definitely over the top console warring morons yeah. on social media, but it's, it's the inconsistency. This is not a four for that site. Like quantum error was a five and that game is bad and it is broken yes. and it is not worth the full cost. That's of what it. I'm like, saying. Is that like this when that website like gave, is that like when the website gave Hogwarts a zero? Yeah, to, to make a stance. It feels performative. Talk about the pro- yeah, not actually talk mm-hmm. about the product. Yeah, the entire review is just about how much J.K. Rowling sucks instead but of. But that's what being I'm saying. This feels like a reaction to being charged for what is clearly DLC and what was always planned as DLC. Like everything I'm hearing about it, when it's like you know, there's there's someone that I'm friends with that works for um, I think it's for ComicBook.com who reviewed it. And everything he's described, I've seen on Twitter, it's really clearly sounds like this was DLC, as was mm-hmm. rumored. It, it clearly sounds like it's an expansion for Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. But I feel like that doesn't mean it's a four in and of itself. Like, it may be just meh or okay, but especially in the modern day scale, four is like a... Oh my god, Gollum. this is an unplayable mess. It's right around Gollum or um, Skull Island Rise of Kong. That's like three or four. Yeah. That's what they gave them. I've seen a lot of reaction on Twitter from Xbox fans um, that are, uh, oh, you know, look, oh, now they've been owned by Microsoft. The, the Xbox tax is coming through. That's not what this is. This is that it's clearly not up to the usual package that would be sold for seventy dollars. What if and I said it doesn't right, it's, hurt? It's the price. Doesn't hurt. Oh, look, I think I there. think the fact that the deal closed two weeks ago has added a little bit of salsa to it. Yeah, I'm sure that's. A, I think there's a little bit of extra salsa in there from ABK closing <laughs> that has just given some of them a little bit of extra motivation to just push it below that six five mark. But I think the majority of the negative reaction is to being charged for something full price yeah. for something that was quite clearly DLC. 
like quite obviously DLC to the point where they it doesn't even have its own achievement list. Yeah. Like that's I think what 90% of the reaction and the negative scores are about. And then the fact that it's now owned by Microsoft is 10% of the salsa. Just a little sprinkle of it. We were going to give it a 5.5, but now it's a 4. <laughs> that's, that's just a little bit of salsa. Um, oh, uh, great. But, oh, great. God, some of the crap I've seen on Twitter, like, again, like, you, you know, right. there's there's arguments now. Like, mm. I, again, I put out a tweet because there was some moron who was like, see what happens when Microsoft touches stuff. Yeah, so it's like, like two weeks. They've, they've owned them for two weeks. And the people are like, you've got to take your L's. You can't claim Deathloop and you can't. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, what? what Console tribalism on Twitter is a weird Oh, my God. Disease. Like, I don't understand how it's, these people well, are allowed to only- live in society with us. You know what it is? It's people who are trying to get enough impressions every month to make money on Twitter because they've never been able to do it before. And now yeah, the only way you can do ticks. it. Eh, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah. It's led by blue ticks, though. They're, you're, you've got the simps, the blue simps. So they don't have a tick. They're just simps for those who do. Um, oh, and and it's just it's like it's leading these conversations that are entirely focused on just shitty engagement at all costs. And it sucks. It's not enjoyable to be a part of it all. most of my replies though have been oh you can't claim you know you can't claim this i mean a don't bring that shit to me because i don't claim anything like i we make we've been making jokes about ha 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 first party release call of duty first party game call of duty which is actually a fact so that aspect of claiming call of duty as xbox is accurate it's now owned by xbox but the tweet i was quote tweeting this guy was trying to blame Microsoft for the quality of Modern Warfare 3, a game they've owned for two weeks. How can, how can Microsoft be the reason? <laughs> <laughs> i got to turn those off. i got to turn them off. No, I that's the only time they're good. Jet, I was doom scrolling Twitter yesterday and I saw Jesse like, good old, always there with a hot take tweet. Brian oh, McCaffrey of IGN Brian? was like, "Because Ghost was really bad, and this is worse than Ghost." And then Jesse just Ghost quote, was an eight point eight quote tweeted IGN score of eight point eight. I'm know, like, it's it, it honestly it cracked me up. And I just put I I didn't even want to tag anyone. Like I didn't want to go fishing for reaction. But I just I literally just screenshotted that interaction and just because it cracked me up, and I was just like, "God damn!" And yeah, congratulations, John. You've now got a console war tribal tweet with everyone just arguing in the replies about oh, oh god me, you sad, it's just... sad people you, those are oh, good though john because then you can just block them all and they get pissed and you feel great uh, that's true I, I never block anybody it doesn't matter what, what neither happens. do i i've only got since actually, you gave me access one person blocked have you been blocking things on the xbox series twitter the truly shitty people that fuck up our replies yes the like the oh, people okay. that when they so when i would be like putting up a, a post about the 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 um the extra live stream why don't you have Phil Spencer do it? He's got a ton of money. Or I'd rather just burn a stack of money. Yeah, fuck, you're gone. You're never replying to us again. See you later. Fair. I, I officially Fair. have one person on my block list now. After 13 years of no one on my block list on Twitter, I have one person on there. Hey. And you might say, oh, because I, I think blocking is weird. Like, you're on a social media platform. Like, you're there. That's how to, Echo Chambers is formed. I don't want to yeah, hear anyone else. Un- 
That's right. I don't want to hear any other opinion. I just want to hear mine. To me, blocking is weird. The exception to the rule is harassment. Yeah. If someone's like literally just out there harassing you, uh, that's a Nick, where gears at? I'm kidding. No, it's it's not it's not him. It's someone else. Someone and I'd rather not even talk about what they do publicly. Okay. I'll say it off I'll say it off air what they do. But yeah. Um yeah. that person's the only person on my block list. Oh, the guy that shows but up at Macca's every time. Yep. Yeah. But it's just <laughs> weird. It's like Yes, Xbox fans have been claiming COD and claiming Diablo and claiming, claiming, claiming. But they've been claiming in so much as well, it's a fact. They now own it. Diablo yeah, it's gonna is an be on Xbox Game Pass. first party IP. Like Call of Duty is an Xbox first party IP. That like that it is what it is. They own them. They bought it. But you can't take credit for Diablo being good or bad because it came out before they were even owned and have nothing to do with the development. You can't cl- you can't say Xbox was responsible for COD three, Modern Warfare three being bad because they had owned them for two weeks and had nothing to do with its development. Like, this isn't rocket science. Like, this is... Like, and even over the next couple understand. of years, they're not going to be heavily influencing much. They might be guiding, but, like, the integration process for ABK is going to take so goddamn long that long their plans time. for the next three to four years are still just going to be their plans for the most part. It might change scope. It might change timing. It might change platforms, definitely. But it's not going to, like, their influence with with Bethesda is really starting now. Like Redfall got more Just time now. needed more. Like Redfall got more time needed more time, but they didn't they didn't even know then that they could go and ask. And Microsoft's like that was their communication breakdown. They needed more time. They should have felt okay yeah. to ask us. And so like that stuff it's just an ABK's 5 to 6 times bigger literally in the amount of people yeah. that are there. So it's going to take a long time before they are truly influencing things on a day-to-day basis. But yeah. in terms of claiming, yes, it's all <laughs> Xbox first party now. So from they that perspective, money. yes, it's and they we, are Xbox we get games. Game Pass. That's why we are happy because people yeah, who use the platform, okay. it's part of our sub now. Glorious, oh, isn't it? Oh. Um, and the, and the last sort of Xbox related drama of the week before we go into PlayStation was uh, there was a Judy. huge, huge uproar because Microsoft started. Sending out error code messages for third-party unauthorized. Oh, is that what we're going to? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm dropping around, um, trying to do all the Xbox stuff, and then we'll we'll wrap up on on all the PlayStation bungee drama. Um, third-party un- unlicensed wireless controllers and author- unauthorized devices. So, this yeah. is initially because obviously they have partners that pay a licensing fee to be an officially licensed Xbox partner product, right? So they've got a duty of care to their partners. It looks like that. Yeah, you've got that badge on there. Now, obviously, if you can just release anything and it will just work, well, then what's the benefit of being a part of that program, right? So there's there's that aspect to it. But the uproar has particularly been from fighting game communities, right? Um, Because there are lots of people that use devices to, to get fight sticks to work and, you know, hoping for a... Well, the custom sticks too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm very curious to see how it all shakes out. But there are, there's not a lot that's actually on the unauthorized list, right? Like the places like Power no and, and things of that nature, they've all got these. This, this feels like 
again, without knowing too many of the details, I just saw a lot of Max's reaction to it and I retweeted one of his tweets. This feels like one of those things where they're reacting to a minority and they're going to affect a majority majority. who are mostly fine and aren't doing the wrong thing. And it feels like one of those situations to me. And that's without knowing all the details. The biggest thing that this is going to fix and why I'm very happy for it is... um the fact that there's going to be more wireless controllers because they're like part yes, of this is party. also opening up third party for wireless, making it more affordable, which is great right now. It's, it's literally just razor, um, razor. scuff. No, that's it. Because I thought it was just no, razor. No, no scuff, scuff, had it. Well, scuff, scuff because well. a okay. scuff an instinct pro is a series X controller that they take and chop up and mod. So they get it for that reason. That's part of the, um, the back button patent for elite controllers. Mm-hmm. Cause scuff owns that patent. So they yeah, just get Microsoft free controllers to, to mod. Yeah, well, yeah they, they give them the free controllers well. to mod. Yeah, Razer has the same shell. Yeah, I think Razer might have exactly the same. Who knows? But um, it's also it's Zim and Cronus, which are use your mouse and keyboard on an Xbox and cheat in shooting games, or Cronus, mm. which is full on go around people's heads, kill them all the like, time. How but those are huge. Extremely, you cannot really? play Rainbow Six Siege ranked without a zim you simply can't you will lose every time and in most competitive pvp shooters a zim or a cronus like overwatch 2 are mandatory you have to have them or you cannot level up because everyone at the top's using them because a few players did and that just grows and grows from there so the the way they can like go the about making this yeah the the the, the thing they need to do drugs. And hopefully they will is like Brooks or some of those other ones. It will be easier for them to become licensed because if they're going to do it easier for wireless, then that sound because wireless was the hard thing. No one could get it. You could get wireless. You could get wired easily and all the fight sticks are wired generally. So if you can just make it easier to get that for the fighting stick community, then I think it's perfect because I fucking hate Zim and Cronus users. They have ruined Battlefield and Overwatch and every goddamn competitive PvP shooter I like to play. They suck. Yeah, and they're giving they're giving plenty of heads up. I think the big yeah, Brook Gaming you mentioned, Nick, is the biggest one that Max was talking about to build mm. uh, adapters for other fighting game steps to work on console, right? Um, so fingers crossed they can go out, they can get a license and it'll be fine. But they're giving plenty of runway to this. So like 11th of December for users to sort their lives out so it's a mm. bit over a month so fingers crossed it'll all it'll all shake out okay um, can you can you can you bear with me for like five seconds yeah because you saw me talking to someone in the background just yeah, go like you can do it we seconds. can cover a few <laughs> i walk um, away from the mic all the time yeah, yeah don't worry about it um anyway so yeah that's all the that's all the Get Xbox out of here. drama empty chair <laughs> so now we've just got uh well everything else um mm. where do we even begin here um i guess this can start with what who who broke the story no, wait, first wait that's not what okay. we're going to for next what we're going that's to what we were going to continue on with this story after talking about modern warfare can we have a talk about dashboard ads can oh, we have God. a talk about yeah, dashboard yeah right, we can ads? talk about what the, the non issue that this is well, here's the thing i think it's a more in-depth and nuanced discussion than is what twitter is allows now? for so my instant reaction was why is everyone panicking over this 
Like yes. they did it for Starfield. Yep. They did it for Forza. Yep. This and is the done sixth it for Modern Warfare. This is the sixth time actually. They did it for the January the Direct. Three? January Direct was the first one. June Showcase, Starfield, Forza, when they bought APK and put the YouTube trailer out, Modern Warfare. I only saw it for the games. Yeah, yeah it's I been all six. They're tar- they are always targeted though. So not everyone gets them. I haven't seen one. Ah, uh, okay. I've only had the games ones. All three games. I copped the Starfield one, the Forza one, the Modern Warfare one. Um it's a it's a weird situation. Like I've seen both I see both sides of the argument. So I've seen people on Twitter that are like, what's a big deal? And people posting videos of themselves just pressing exit and it's gone. I, I get that argument. I understand it. It's really not the end of the world. It's a first world problem, right? It is. And I understand why Microsoft does it. Like, I think it makes perfect sense for their big first-party releases to Game Pass, particularly. Uh, For for those who are not terminally online. Like, it's Call of Duty. How many people need reminding that Call of Duty... Like, I understand it for Starfield. It's a new IP. They want to push it. Maybe not a lot of Xbox owners are aware of Starfield, whatever. Forza, everyone knows Forza at this point. Call of Duty, everyone knows Call of Duty. Horizon, they know, not motorsport. So I feel like there's situations where it doesn't doesn't make sense. At the same time, I get why Microsoft does this. I get why Sony does what they do. I get why Nintendo does what they do. They've got the telemetry and the information that probably tells them this stuff works and it probably does like already you know i complained about the new dash and how it's a big game pass ad and so this you know how many times i've actually found myself clicking on a store button or like it it actually works and nintendo the same they they've got the little notification icon at the bottom nintendo and they trigger my ocd by having the little blue dot that tells me i've got an unread notification which makes me click in there and then I see, ooh, indie games are on sale. So I click on that tile and then I go into the store and shop around to see if there's Before any cheap games I want to buy. So it, it works. So I get why they do it. Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony are also in a tricky position where they've also got to think of developers because developers are always screaming out about discoverability. How do we show up on your store? How do we show up? How can we be discovered on your console and in your store. So the three of them have to also balance that as well. So so I understand why they do it. At the same time, the other side of the argument is, okay, we say, what's the big deal? They've done it for three games and you can just click exit. Okay, but then how far does it go? Is it going to then progress to doing it for every single major game? Is it going to then progress to doing it every single time you boot up the console? Is it, like, where does it end? Do you know what I mean? With how they created it. You go, John. They're all questions you can ask, right? And Mm. I I think, I, I just find it curious that, you know, Jesse's point stands. Yes, you can go down that route and ask, like, you know, when's too much is too much. But the, the more pertinent question is, they've done this six fucking times already. Yeah, it's so why now the outrage now? Because yes. this is the first one that wasn't in Game Pass. Yeah. 
It is the last I, time that'll happen if they only do first party. Or or is it the ABK owning salsa? Is it the salsa? I feel yeah. like it's a little bit of the salsa. I think the salsa is involved here. Just <laughs> a little sprinkling. bit. Little sprinkling of the salsa. A little bit of Tabasco on there. Just, 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 I just find it just, so odd that the vitriol was not there. Like, when it happened for Starfield, I was like, nice. You know, like, cool. That's a great it was people because... yelling, they're finally marketing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. now it's like, oh, this is gross. Because, ugh. And I'm like, don't want to buy it. Exactly. The end. You know? Like, no, I, I know. And I, like I said, I get it. You can just exit it and it's fine. But then what if they start doing it every time you turn your Xbox on? Are you still going to have the same reaction? I hope they do it and it's a five minute long ad you can't skip at full volume. <laughs> just to piss people off. I don't for think extra volume, a hundred and thirty percent volume. Yeah, make it so it goes. It somehow goes. It somehow ups your TV volume. Honestly, though, you think about it from a from a Microsoft perspective. You have a console user base, and not you know, I would argue that the majority of the savvy ones are subscribing to the Game Pass. So it's the ones that actually play more video games than your standard FIFA and COD every year, right? Or Rocket League and Fortnite. You know, the 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 standard non-free-to-play stuff so you want to tell them you want to shout from the rooftops those guys probably already know those games are coming but what those ads should be for is hitting your non-game pass subscribers the ones that are not subscribed and they go oh this brand new game's out oh my god it's a triple a game from microsoft oh and it can say buy on store or part of your game pass and then that's that's the avenue to more Game Pass revenue and Game Pass subscriptions. And that feels like a smarter way to do it. Showing it to an existing yeah. Game Pass subscriber that plays hundreds yeah. of games a, a year, probably not worth your while. And maybe Microsoft's telemetry will even that out. But like as an example, in, in, in my household, my son's console displayed it, but mine did mm. not. Yeah, but like... They are so, targeted. So if we, if, if yeah. we bring it back to Call of Duty, why would they need to do this for Call of Duty? Does Call of Duty really need that marketing? No. The, really? Yes. Do you see the amount of marketing Call of Duty gets every year? It's nonstop. It is literally marketed everywhere forever. Yes, Call of Duty is the most marketed game that is made. Yes. So does Call of Duty need marketing? Yes. No. Everyone yes, that's why Call they do Duty it. Is coming out. Everyone but knows Call of Duty is coming out. Yeah. The, the number of people they're going to piss off, right? The number of people they're going to piss off doing it for Call of Duty specifically. Again, I'm not talking about Forza. I'm not talking about Starfield. I'm not talking about freaking developer directs. The number of people they're going to piss off doing it for Call of Duty specifically will outnumber the number of people that didn't know somehow that a Call of Duty game was coming out and bought it because that ad came up. You can't possibly know that. You're just saying words. You can't actually know those numbers. And it's not going to... It pissed off a handful of annoying, whiny internet people who are always like a 2% bubble for the actual audience. It doesn't... Piss them off. Fuck them. They're whiny babies. How many people people are going to buy Modern Warfare 3 because that dashboard ad came up? Enough that they feel it's right to do it. They have the numbers. I don't. So I'll just go, yeah, they... And even if it pisses off 5,000 people, you're talking about things that sell many millions of copies. It's just, it's like game review scores. How important are they? 
Yeah, a little, but it's still it's like two hundred people's opinions on the most like Elden Ring had two hundred and ten reviews or something. So you got the opinion of two hundred and ten people, and there's been like twenty five million that have played it. So in the end, how much did it really matter? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. We're not that it's, important. To me, it's just I get both sides of the argument. For me, my I guess if I was gonna have a concern, my concern is how far does it go? How I, hope it goes, I hope it goes as far as it can. Three hour let's long watch, videos. Let's watch this space. I have no doubt that Microsoft are aware of the overreaction of certain folks over the last week. Oh, there's like, been an overreaction, don't get me wrong. Like yeah. the Salta has obviously generated some serious overreaction to this. Because that was my first thought. I was like, yeah, I don't like it either. I'd prefer it wasn't there if given the choice. But I'm like, why weren't you guys cracking the shits when they did it for Starfield and Forza? Well, I mean, yeah, did you also why see what PlayStation, to... the PS5 store, like when you loaded your PS5, it was a giant, it just, it didn't pop up over everything, but the whole storefront was a giant ad for Modern Warfare 3. Like that was the whole hmm. page for people. And they stick tiles on there for games you don't yeah, own to try and get you to click. In America, it. they do. Luckily, Australia yeah. doesn't seem to get that. In, in, in America, you guys probably have good consumer protection there. laws. We hate consumers here. We just say, yeah, yeah. Unless, I know Unless they're a, that, a corporation. I, I remember seeing on Twitter there was a bit of controversy because Sony just stuck a Destiny tile on there or something, like on everyone's yeah. PlayStation 4 back in the day. It was day. like a YouTube video uh, album. Yeah, they Apple. just full-on stuck a Destiny tile on everyone's dash, and everyone was like, what the hell? Oh, I got Destiny? No, get it's it telling to buy it. Yeah. We didn't get it here, so I think that plays a bit of a part as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just... I don't know. I saw that blow up, and I was just like, oh, I don't understand why this... Like, clearly, this is a bit Salsa-driven. This Just a here. smidge. Just, just the fittest, this one here. And I like the idea that from here on out, we're just going to call it Salta and everyone's going to know what we're talking about. Oh, man, we've got years of spice to come. When we say <laughs> there's a little bit of Salta involved here, everyone's going to know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of spicy, spicy things, PlayStation spicy dough. In, in the new... Num num num. Hot, hot. Mm, ice cream. <laughs> Shoot that looking like. Yum yum. <laughs> yum yum. Oh, oh my god. PlayStation's been in the news a lot this week, along with PlayStation owned ex Microsoft first party studio and Destiny developer Bungie. Um, where do we even start with this? Who broke this first? Was it Schreier or Paul Tassi? Because I know he's pretty close with the Bungie community and, and Destiny, Paul Tassi. Yes. Oh, I, 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 I can't remember. I can't remember where I first it was, saw it. It was rumors of people being let go at Bungie. That's what started it off. And then... Well, no. I, this all started even further back with PlayStation, like various PlayStation studios laying people off and yeah. letting people go. Um, And then Bungie... Even Insomniac. The latest... Yeah, even Insomniac lost some people. Um, it was something that I had mentioned in the Discord a while back and didn't really want to do it publicly because I didn't think it was a good look. Yeah, I remember you saying like sort of months ago. Publicly post on be... Twitter saying, uh-oh, I'm hearing... Wow. Get cloud losses. Well, yeah, you don't, like, you don't want to look yeah, that's, to be it's gloating. Just, it's gross. You wouldn't, you're not gross despite what people think about you. Yeah, I, I'm not going to sit there going, oh, like, yeah, anyway. 
Um, and then we heard that there was a few long-time bungee vets. Lorraine McLeese, for one. Like long, long time. As in very Halo long time. Yeah. Days. Bungee people. Um, and then people started... People started blaming Sony again, as they do, because they blame Microsoft, they blame Sony. But then it seemed to be like it was a bungee-led thing. Mm. Bungee failure-led thing. So, yeah, yeah, Destiny 2 missed revenue targets by like 45%. A lot. That's a a fucking big deal. A lot. And I, I just keep thinking about all these discussions I've had, you know, like Last of Us factions the multiplayer spin-off oh it was put on hold because bungie the experts in live service have said i do know i do know why they missed so bad it's because lightfall last year had um or earlier this year lightfall had the best pre-orders they've ever had and so they started setting projections based on that but then lightfall fucking sucked it was so annoyingly bad and people just lost faith that now it's come time and people are not um, pre-ordering the final shape because they just don't trust it after how bad the other one was. And I am still here, Trav. I'm just eating and you don't want to see that because I'm very hungry. Fair. And this is a good opportunity to before you do another five hours of streaming. Yum, yum. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I just... Yeah, and then Pete Parsons put out a tweet like almost immediately after sacking a bunch of people. It's like, yeah well, they fired they fired all it. the communication people who would have been able to actually handle a situation like this they literally yeah. let go of everyone who would have known how to tweet or not to or just not tweet yeah uh yeah it's it's an interesting it's bad bungee management's it's interesting bad. S- yeah it's an interesting situation um and that was sort of got tied into all of Sony's financials as well. Yeah. As Sony, in Sony greater, PlayStation. Yeah, the corporations. Sony's financials. Because we've always said PlayStation is like <laughs> borderline propping up the entirety the of, Sony. of Sony. Yeah. Um, which was probably part of the reason Jim was pivoting to games as a service. And I've seen a lot of uh conjecture and and theories that are you know because we had we had this other person that was let go last week what was her what was her name that david jaffe reported on connie Uh, Connie booth Booth. connie booth i always think of her 40 towers she was great in 40 towers um (laughs) but yeah john cleese's ex-wife as well um but yeah, we we we've had I've had these theories where you know yeah Jim Ryan was pushing this big games as a service route. All of the internal studios at Sony were like, "No, ooh, this is bad." And now Jim Ryan suddenly resigning, Connie Booth suddenly apparently fired, studios cutting staff, Bungie cutting mm. staff. Like we've we've read, I've seen excerpts, you know, where staff have been cut on. Um, from Insomniac as well, even though they've just pushed out. And like, look, when a project ramps up and then releases, it's normal for a certain subset to to then shrink down. You go back into Mm -hmm. pre-production and then you ramp back up again. That's normal. Um, But overall, the sentiment is that PlayStation has a problem right now. Even GI Biz put out an article like, well, what's your actual plan? 
because you've gone out on record and said that these multi multi million dollar single player triple a games they might garner all of these awards but the reality is the reality is i have a console base of 100 million and i'm selling 10 million 12 million copies it's not enough it's not enough to keep me in business and now their situation is microsoft succeeded they own activision blizzard king right so your extra bump of cod revenue that you get well that's going to go back to standard what are you going to do playstation what are you what's your what's your target and there's a lot of thought on like what what's next what are playstation actually going to do are they going to pivot back are they going to double down are they going to change this this is the thing like People are like saying, what's going on at PlayStation? Nothing's going on at PlayStation. Nothing. We, everything happening at PlayStation right now, once again, sorry, uh, who's the patron I don't like? Um, <laughs> you don't Steve, like a patron. So, sorry. No, sorry. My least favorite patron. We oh, okay. love all, all, all our patrons. We love all <laughs> our patrons. Oh, but that? you love this one. Just Did you turn it off at least? No, I turned it back on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, no, I did turn them off. Okay. <laughs> we love all our patrons. I just love Stephen Bruin the least out of all our patrons. But yes, sorry, sorry, Stephen. I'm going to self-aggrandize again. The Xbox Era podcast has been talking about this for the better part of two or three years. We've been saying... The way the AAA market going, and in particular Sony's, is unsustainable. They can't, like, the fanboys and all the Twitter console warriors can't keep demanding the best. Best graphics, best physics, best motion capture, best, 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 best. Uh, 70-hour game. Um, It's got to have all of this. You can't keep demanding this stuff, but then you also don't want your games to go up in price. But then you also don't want microtransactions. But then you also don't... Like, it can't keep going this way. And I know 10 million copies sounds like a lot for a game. But these days, it's not the number it once was. Like, back in the 80s and 90s, remember when in the old days, a million copies was was a big number, yeah. yeah, Oh, my God, it was huge. If you sold a million copies of a game, but you got to remember, do you want to know why it was huge back then? Because the game cost about a thousand bucks to make, and the console market itself wasn't very big. The console no. market in total across all consoles was probably maybe fifty million, if that. Yeah. So selling a million copies on one platform was huge back then, or even across multiple platforms, it was massive. Yeah. But now it, but. Now it's not the same number it was. And I'll keep going back to The Last of Us 2 because that's the game that everyone talks about. Is like, oh my God, oh my God. (sighs) 10 million copies of that specific game is not huge because that game costs such a ridiculous amount to make and market. Yeah. So it just, it didn't, you know, people, and I I see so many people do this and it's baffling because I'm the stupid person and yet I see people dumber than me. People go, oh, 10 million copies at $60 US a copy. That's, oh my God, it made so much money. That's not how it works, guys. That's not how it works. Diff- like there's, there's taxes. There's retailers take their cut. 
a lot of the copies get sold on discount. Uh, bundles. Uh, there's all sorts of factors that go into making up that $10 million. Just the costs of the making costs, the game. Yeah, yeah, once all the costs are taken away, they probably didn't make that much money on The Last of Us Part The marketing budgets alone. Crazy. You know, Game of the Year awards aren't dollars. They're just awards. They don't get you more money. Because the last I heard, It Takes Two didn't make $10 billion because it won Game of the Year. Like, it's... The way Sony does things can't keep going. And it's crazy to me that I, a person who's a co-host of an Xbox podcast, is the one that's saying this as a way to actually help Sony long-term. Because if you keep listening to your fanboys that just want the bangers all the time, you're going to go under eventually. Like, how long have I said... Jim is a smart man, but he's caught between a rock and a hard place. He's trying to further PlayStation's business and make the money and expand, but then he's being anchored by these fanboys that only want things done the old way. So I wonder how they're going to feel when, when PlayStation go PC day and day. They should have done that ages ago. I know, but they should have done that ages ago. What the going to be? You already see people in the media, or you still see people in the media like, well... PlayStation 5 is specific hardware and they can't, it takes time to make things for PC. And it's like, well, no, it's it's not that, it's just that they don't have the expertise. Microsoft didn't. Microsoft took years to set themselves up to be able to do day and date on PC and console. You just, you just need the experience and to put in the work. There's nothing yeah. special about consoles anymore. It's just knowing but how. Jim and that's why they that. bought, that's why they bought yeah. Nixes. And that's why they've bought and, other porting studios. But people just don't want to accept that. They really want to believe the SSD stuff and the why very do you, special why do to the metal. Think they bought Nixes. Why do people yeah. think they bought Nixes? Like, like seriously, I'd love to ask one of these PlayStation fanboys. Why experts in PC Nixes? ports? They are port. They are the masters of ports. Arguably the best in the industry. Arguably the best in the industry like that's why they bought them because they're like we've got to get more games on pc we've got to get a games on pc but we need to keep the standard <laughs> and then naughty dogs like no we're doing it ourselves <laughs> but like you look <laughs> at well. you look at ratchet and clank you look at returnal like these were very highly reviewed games up for a lot of people's game of the year and they sold like shit they sold like crap on console they sold like crap on pc most of sony's pc sports have not sold very well like, even compared to what they did on PlayStation 4 and 5, the Spider-Man games did okay. God of War did really well. And then everything else has just kind of gone and went. Like, 800 people was the max player count for friggin' Sackboy. Like, when they, they can't keep waiting. Like, Horizon on PC was a shitty port, so it didn't help. But it was also too late. But that's them learning. So, Horizon 2 might do okay. But it has to be day and date if you want PC players to really buy the shit out of your stuff. And it's not going to hurt your console market because, especially if you have your own storefront, but either way, you're getting people who weren't going to buy it otherwise. Yeah. Because there's, just, there's just, no point just, not to doing it. I'm curious to see when that when that penny will, will drop and, and, and they'll have to do the it announcement. Because drop. I know, but, but Microsoft, when they said, hey, you know, look, this is how we're going to do you things now. And there was uproar and pushback from the Xbox loyalists. Uh, you know, what's the point in having a console? It's like, yeah, do, you, do you want to sit at a desk or do you want to have a PC in your front room? No, that's the point in having a console. Like, that's that's it. It's plug and play device. It's a user preference. 
and it took Microsoft a little while, but now no one bats an eyelid when it comes That's to right. day and date releases. It's the norm. And if it's, anything, it's a convenience. And if anything, it's applauded now because yeah. you mm. get this broader hit. You get more players into your games. Cross-play is more standard. Um, that's not always a good thing because sometimes some games are better on PC from a controller aspect than, than mm-hmm. not. But overall, I like that new world. I love personally as, as, a, as a, a console kid at heart, but that's someone that has a very powerful PC. I love that I can just flip between. Do I want to sit here and play best of the best frames and all of that jazz? Or do I want to just chill out and play over there? I can choose because a lot of Microsoft first party titles in particular are play anywhere. And I love that. I wish more games adopted that mantra. Like I hate it when I have a game that isn't play anywhere. And I'm like, Oh, if I want to see what it looks like on PC in this resolution. I'm that. fine. That's still, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I just said, I'm fine. I find it weird that that still exists. Non play anywhere games. Yeah. Well, uh, I can understand it for non Microsoft first party stuff yeah. because but even them, it's, it's almost a sale. Almost any Game Pass game now is play anywhere. Like most of them, even um, like all the Sega stuff, Persona and Yakuza and all the, the Like a Dragons, they're all play anywhere now. You look at it. So it pretty much when I was doing the, when I'm doing the video and I list what it's on, they're almost always cloud console PC. So I have to say though, I do wonder if the delay in going date and date on PC is related to their rumored pc launcher and getting that up and running i would think so like you want to be able to have that 100 percent cut that could be crossed by and cross save between your console yeah. and, and pc because i had heard quite a while back it was on the episode with diana yeah. um i i think i accidentally said i don't know if i was meant to that i had heard that they were doing a playstation launcher like a, a pc launcher that would go all out Cross buy, cross save, streaming. The streaming would be done through there, all of it. Now, where that is, where it sits, if it's still happening, no. It idea. makes sense with the just... streaming too, because streaming's only console right now. You can't do it on PC. Yeah, uh, you can only do remote play. You can do remote play on PC, but I assume PlayStation Now, or I know it's all part of PlayStation Plus, but. For the sake of argument, let's just call it PlayStation Now to separate it from remote play. But PlayStation yeah. Now is not on PC. Is that right? Or is that wrong? The, I think... The stream. Remote... PlayStation, what was formerly PlayStation, PlayStation Now. It is only on PS5 in select markets. Weird. And PS4? I think only PS5. And PS4. I don't, I don't know, know if it's on PS4. PlayStation Now streaming, console streaming. The PlayStation Now was, but the actual one they do, the new version, that I I think it's just PS5. I could be wrong. But anyway, so outside of outside of the the Sony Sony's problem, um, a lot of the discussion has also pivoted around its acquisition of Bungie as this master. Only PS5. Only PS5. Um, So they they bought Bungie for what was it? Three and a half, three yeah, over something three, something like that. Um, and they, and I understand from like the articles I've read from Paul Tassi and from from Schreier, that included a one point two billion dollar fund for <clears throat> staff retention, so keeping um. talent after acquisition. 
Um, but regardless, um, the developer has now laid off a number of employees, right? Um, a lot of the social team have gone. There were stories about how they've invited a load of Tarkov, Escape from Tarkov players to come and play Marathon. And then they and did they a, did hey, like who, if, if Marathon released tomorrow, would you tomorrow. play it? And it's like crickets. That is a normal least... thing for early game testing, though. Like they had the same thing for God of War 2018, and then that did gangbusters. But the yeah, thing is that you never know. Think think about what what an extraction shooter is like Tarkov and stuff like that. It's I've never exactly, played anything like that. So it's, I don't it's not exactly like a big mass market genre. Now, arguably, no. neither was Battle Royale until it was. Do you know what I mean? So, like, maybe extraction Marathon... never hit the same. It, it, extraction shooters have kind of come and gone already, though. Battle Royale had this huge, like, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. extraction shooters just never got there because the biggest one was Tarkov, and then that just got killed by cheaters. Yeah, but it, you know, a it lot could of people be that it, just that that game hasn't come along to make that genre viable. That's true, it's, and it could Marathon could mm. be it. But the question is, Marathon is a really old, early Bungie IP, right? Mm. That, which Sony mm. now owns via the acquisition. Yeah. And it has it has a place in the heart of people, you know, probably my age and above, you know. But if does if that mean that Sony ruined that playtest? I have no idea. Does that mean um, it was because so, Sony made it? Sony must have influenced what they were doing, <laughs> and they wrecked everything. Maybe. Lightfall but, sucks because of PlayStation. You're, you're doing yeah, you're, you're doing the connect thing, so that's why. Yeah, well, well, yeah, I mean. That must be why Lightfall sucks. I guess PlayStation ruined it. I just I wonder why they used Marathon at all as an IP. It holds no it holds no affiliation for anyone that is twenty or thirty. So oh hold on. So tell me then, is Marathon did did Matter become Marathon? Well, that's people don't know. Was Matter Matter was a a a, a trademark? I believe it was registered. It was like. The rumor yeah. was a hero shooter, like an Overwatch type game. And oh. I remember seeing concept art of like these yeah. flying, flying steampunk type balloon ship things. I was about to say, and there was it was colorful as well. And yeah, it was really bright. I, no one knows. Is that cancelled? Is that something else? No one knows. But yeah. it, as always, as always with this stuff, Bungie management keep all their jobs, and it's the lower paid and including some veterans but it's often like the, the the community teams and stuff they just get gutted these are the teams that are actually talking to your player base that gives you the money by the way mm-hmm. I, I just think it's shockingly short-sighted the biggest thing that bugs me is bungie is a historic studio right they did make halo right and i i fondly remember back in the day Fluke looking forward taylor. to the yeah Fluke well taylor. and this this is kind of my point I remember looking forward back in the day to all of the the weekly updates and the feeling community and the forum that they had and thinking Bungie could do no wrong. And then it swiftly started to change after Reach came out, like Reach for me. A lot of people love Reach and it's the greatest hits of Halo kind of campaign-wise. But it was, for me personally, this downfall of the series with all of these weird design decisions that seemed to indicate to me that the people making the game didn't understand what made their game cool. And then 343 picked up that ball and continued some of that trend before kind of pivoting back in some areas. Um, But if I look at Bungie's history of development, Halo 1 fluked in 
in at the last minute. Halo 2 rebuilt at the last minute in nine months. Terrible. Halo 3 had a very strict Microsoft going, do this right. We're not having another Halo 2 scenario. And then ODST was, okay, we know all the tools now. We'll do this as a small one on the side. And Microsoft made them charge like more of a full price. ODST was incredible. But Microsoft, in, in my, again, in my opinion, seemed to be a good thing to get them to rein it in and get it sorted and make their You know who also them. was? Activision, because Activision gave them an insane amount of help to yeah. make Destiny, and they could never get that cadence back without, and they had to pivot to the do less, charge more philosophy for their games as a service, and people got really furious at that because they, they had a talk, and they were all like, yep, we realize we just... We're going to do less and we're going to keep charging you the same or more. And very quickly after that talk, people were like, yeah, this has turned to shit. This game sucks. We're getting less content. We're paying more for it. It's just the same type of grind dressed up differently over and over again. And it's just, it's not enjoyable. Sorry, sorry Stephen, but I'm going to do it again, mate. Been saying it for years. Bungie fluked Halo and they were at their best when they had a tight leash on them. Bungie was not one of those studios you could just let them do whatever they wanted with free reign. They they were like that from the start. Always like that. And I used to get, people used to tell me off and people used to get upset when I used to say it about Bungie, even when they were owned by Microsoft. I'm like, it is CE funny. was a fluke. There's a lot of CE people was... in the... Oh, sorry. I thought you were oh. done. Because you just said no, same No, go, thing. go, go. There's, there's a lot of people in the Extra Life chat chatting like it's the the, the podcast chat because i have the podcast playing so anyone watching oh, yeah, yeah. in the extra life chat um if you look up i've put the link to the actual podcast so if you want to talk with everyone in chat go there yeah um, but, and, Bungie, and, uh, if, if it's funny sony has Bungie to get advice from Bungie on their games as a service i'm telling you now if sony puts a tight leash on Bungie. They could probably get like Sony in in conjunction with Bungie. If they put that tight leash on them, they could probably get amazing things out of Bungie. Yeah. They could probably we'll get amazing things out of them. I'm very You know who can get curious. amazing things. Oh, sorry. I was trying to do uh, something slick. No, it's <laughs> who does amazing things? Go on, do the slick thing. Who does amazing things for our channel? Basil Hassan Basil. with the seven dollar super yeah. chat. Hit that like button. Do it. Please, community, we love you. The algorithm requires the likes. Demands. Um, it demands it. I I want to, you know, like, I feel my heart goes out to anyone that's lost their job uh, as a result mm. of poor decision-making, uh, particularly, right? It's Just lost not their a great, job in general. Just yeah, lost their job full stop. It's not a great economy to go out looking for work, especially just no. before Christmas. It feels heartless, um, and they have my sympathies. I know that there was... There was some less than savory uh, discussion around Bungie in the Discord from one person, and I, uh, someone I know and I've known for a long time from the Bungie.net days, left the Discord because of it. Um, it did kind of tar us all with one brush. I was like, hey, one person said something a bit out of order, and that person which was Discord? moderated. Which Discord? Yeah, uh, the that. public Discord. Um, oh, not not not, not the super secret squirrel. So it was just like, hey, maybe these, you know, maybe they were just cutting fat. And the other guy's like, don't call my friends fat. It was just one of those types yeah, of things yeah, where you, yeah. you talk about people in a business uh, term, but then people who know the actual people get annoyed they by They feel it. upset. Yeah. And yeah. I get it. There's a lot of emotions running high. But um, it is definitely, 
nutshell, do I think that an extraction shooter made by Bungie, which from all reports now suggests that it's been delayed to 2025, again, I'm asking a question here out loud for loud for the people in the back of the room. What is Sony releasing for the PlayStation 5 from a first party perspective in the year of our Lord 2024? Mm. Anyone? Well, we don't know. They'll publish Helldivers too. That one has a date. Okay. Yeah, but anyone? Again, like, sorry, Stephen. I'm doing it again. How much crap? How much crap did I cop? How much crap did I cop when I made that offhand comment that Sony only releases one or two games a year? We were having a very similar discussion about how unsustainable Sony's model is and all that sort of stuff. And they only make one or two games a year. And everyone's like, no, people, they make like three. And people will are. hand them the ones that they get exclusive. Yeah, but you can't just hand them exclusives. They didn't I make Forspoken. They didn't make Final Fantasy 16. They, they're just money hats. They're not first party made games. They are just money hats. Like, I, I for one, it was really just looking. Spider-Man. I'm really looking forward to reading the drought articles that the main mainstream media will be prepping oh, yeah, over the right. next. I haven't had a good issue. <laughs> I mean, but again, oh, for two of the last we don't three know. years, it's been that. It could just oh. be that we don't know. Maybe Sony internally decided that they weren't going to reveal their games four years out anymore. Okay. There is a rumor. There's a rumor the... about a God of War Ragnarok DLC. DLC, like an expand yeah. alone. Yes. Maybe cool. they listen to me. I wonder how much they'll sell that for. Um, also, well, for fun. I want to hope they sell it appropriately. You hope. For funsies, though, um, earlier this week, IGN released an article that copped a bit of flack, and it was a gift guide for PlayStation on their... They did a Nintendo on one today. They did, yeah. And they're pretty normal, right? But I saw a lot of people mm. going, IGN bias. The wording that. was a little over the top. The, the, the phrasing was the tweet. a bit... was, was a yeah. bit... But uh, Article if, five. Everybody, if everybody hits that like button and Jesse gets to, to 2K, I'll do a satirical Xbox Era gift guide article uh, on XboxZero.com just for laughs. That's a lot of money. Just, right? We need 500 bucks for that. Yeah, I know. Well, let's see what happens. was a little bit... Mm. Yeah. So that, that address down there. Remains <laughs> a dominant force in gaming. They're so dominant. I'll do something like Xbox has bought dominance now in gaming and... Now that Xbox owns everything, why don't you want to own everything for Christmas and buy all these things? <laughs> Do you know, it's funny. I was having a conversation with um, a friend of mine, a, a, a mum at the school. I was dropping the kids off and we were chatting because it was raining. We were both in the queue for a, a coffee. And she was talking about uh, her kid playing games. Uh, and it's like, oh, yeah, but we're on PlayStation. And I was like, all right. It's like, man, does it, does it, how much like do you spend on games? It's just like, oh, so much money. I was like, you, mm-hmm. you know what Game Pass is, right? I just had the conversation and she was like, mm-hmm. what's Game Pass? It was like, it's like Netflix kind of for games. Like you, you pay $7.99 a month or $8.99, something like that, 10 a month, and you get 400 odd games. She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. So like they release all the games and you just get them, and you just download them. She was like, how much is the console? I was like, the cheapest one's 250. What? It's it's going to be an interesting turning point, I think, as people kind of <laughs> catch up to this notion that there is another option out there. Sorry. This one yeah. killed me. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh man, it's really funny. Um, my partner's uh, son's dad is, <laughs> is a PlayStation guy, right? And uh, her little boy has an Xbox because it's cheaper to run. And I think, you know, he knows it. But like, there's a constant, like, a little bit of trolling going on. Like, he, he bought like a GT7 wheel and thingy, and there's pictures of her kid like playing it and stuff. And and cat like on a wind up because she knows his PlayStation guy. She was like, "Oh, is that is that the new Forza Motorsport? I've heard it's way better than Grand Turismo." So, boom, off he went. <laughs> so, console wars. It's great. It's gonna be a fun Christmas. It's funny. Christmas. I was, yeah, I was wearing my I was wearing my <laughs> PlayStation T-shirt the other day when I went. You to were on the movie cafe. podcast. Yeah, I was, mm-hmm. and I went to get a coffee after that. And the lady that owns the cafe saw my t-shirt. She's like, "I really like your t-shirt." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, thanks." PlayStation gets you the ladies. The, the PlayStation t-shirt. Right? The get laid station. <laughs> That's where all the cool kids are at, uh, performing surgery and stuff, playing PlayStation. I agree with you. Remake Station Five. Console wars are definitely beneath you. Yeah, they're awful. <laughs> Remake station. Oh, station. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that could be truer than people think. Yeah. Over the next next twelve to eighteen months, that could be truer than people think. Out. Yeah. The Last of Us uh, remastered part uh, three. Yeah. Well, The Last of Us Part Three remastered will come out before uh, part, part one. Three. Ooh, Ten dollars from Radoski. Thank you, Radoski. If you too uh, want to contribute, you can go to the link down below. Part you can. one remastered. Now, that's all the news. Now, I've got a very important question for the chat, and this is going to be a quick fire poll. We're going to and over and I, end, I ended the first up. poll. So Thank it you. is 66% stay at the time we did today. Hey. So that would be 5 p.m. US. 5 p.m. Eastern US. An so hour means... earlier. Is this what it is? Week. Okay. 10, 10 yep. p.m. All right, fine. I'm actually like, I'm, I'm loving it a little bit because right now I'm looking at the clock. It's like half 12, so like nothing. No biggie. We have gone a long time and we still. You have might actually have a chance favorite segment in this uh, next thing if we still do well, it. Because I'm a little bit more energetic and awake. I don't. Now, on yeah. this next section, and this is important, and for our audio listeners, particularly if you're listening on Spotify, there will be a QA on your app to ask you whether you value this or whether you want it to change. We are. As a, as a community-driven platform, we're here for you and we're here to listen. Now, as big and as, and as, as immobile as Nick's ego is, we understand that Name a Game isn't for everyone, right? We understand. We have fun doing it because, you know, we're pals and we're all having a laugh and it's, it's all in good spirits and banter. But we understand that for some, it's got a little bit old hat. You know, a lot of people like duck out. <clears throat> so we want to understand from you right now in the chat, there's a poll up. Do we keep name a game? Do we mix it up? Do we maybe take a break from it? So yeah. we're keeping it? Or and we you need to know, well? it wouldn't be replaced with anything. It would just yeah. be a shorter show. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, and also for us, I would say we always used to lose most of our viewers when we went to community questions. So it wouldn't really change much for us other than we would just have a 15 minute shorter show every week. Yeah. So vote now. I wish we had the countdown music we could play, but it'd probably be uh, copyright. It would definitely be countdown. the internet. No, not that countdown. Countdown. 
The clock. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I know. No, not that one. That's that, oh, that just makes me sad. Did you see the Dutch church playing uh, Friends theme tune? Yeah, like, his funeral, like that. They just had his funeral. Man, that's so sad. I'm so sad about Matthew Perry. Mm. It is. Poor guy. But pretty much, I can just make name a game snappier. Less time on each question. It's like five, ten minutes. Wow. I'm uh, why, why are we reacting? Again, why are we reacting to the minority? Most people like Name Again. Well, this is what we're checking. Is it a minority? And the guests, the guests that take part in Name Again, love it. Yeah, I agree. They I love agree. it. Why are we reacting to the minority? Like, remember, it's always a vocal <coughs> minority. I'm always. checking that it is a minority in the interest of the. I'm health. willing to bet that it is. Right now, the poll is sixty-four percent saying keep the shenanigans of Nintendo. I've made seven hundred accounts, and I keep voting get rid of it. So I have less to do every week, but I'm losing. I actually made name a game on the stream earlier because I completely forgot about it this week. So if either of you go back and check the the insta vod on that goddamn extra live stream, off with your head. Uh, Okay. Name right. a game. I'll be, I'll be right back. Sixty-three votes. I call that enough. Yeah, sixty-three okay. votes. Sixty-three percent. Name a game rules, man. Name right. a game. Name a game is, is okay. It's staying. It's fun. It's fun. Yeah. It's, I don't think we don't have something to replace games. it. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's not taking away from anything else because we're just going to go to community questions anyways. Yeah. So okay, the the community has okay. spoken. It's fun. There you go. And I gotta remember to actually go do buzzing. Great game. When I'm listening to the radio in the morning and I hear a, someone's doing a quiz or something, I listen in. I love it. It's test my knowledge. Code is in the chat for you guys. Okay. Thank you. There you go. All right. I mean, in the end, it's the end of the news, regardless. Yeah. So getting That's what I'm rid saying. of it, like if, if we put name a game at the start of the show or the middle of the show, then I could probably understand it a little bit more. But it goes at the end of all the stuff that the whiners want to listen to anyway. Like, it, it comes at the end of it. So I don't understand what getting rid of it actually achieves. Yeah. Aside from ruining our fun. That's not a cat. That's a dog. That's a cute dog. Banana. Savannah. What a cute dog. Well, an absolute sweetheart. One of the, the bestest animals you could ever hope to meet. Aww. What breed of dog is that? Is that Steffi? Um, what breed do they think she was again? Yeah, some sort of American hound. Don't know what type. Probably I mean, a mix. Uh, Probably a mutt. America. Yeah. There's a little bit of Steffi. I mean, most there, by the looks of it. Yeah, yeah. She's uh the best temperament you could hope for. Just a lovely dog. Oh, now I'm hitting that button. Okay. Yeah. So the category this week for name a game, which I can, I can get rid of name game yay, nay or yay, is going to be one that I had to get into really quick and figure out. So I just went with video games released in 2023. Okay. I stand a chance. I mean, I mean, there's make there have been a surprisingly again. many thousands of games released this year, but uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mostly chose ones you should know. 
Okay. <clears throat> All right. Getting right into it. Which means I need to. I'm on a widescreen. I'm on a massive wide. My dad has a. Ah, so you're making sure you can see chat. I got it. No, I'm making my adjustments so I can. Just kidding. See what I need to see. But you ready? I need want to see the feed. I need to see buzzing though. Before you do anything, name again. We play it for our patrons. So if if you are a Patreon subscriber, you get a chance every week for Nick or I to choose one of you, and we will act as your champion. This week, Nick is playing for. He forgets. I'm Senor Bean. Senor Bean from the oh, Discord. No. He's from, it's from the he Discord. won't want anything I have to give away. And I am oh, playing for Don Johnston. Don Johnston, who I think is in the hey. chat. He was earlier. He is in the Let chat. Mm-hmm. He is in the yeah, chat. he was in so, the um, he was in the extra life chat too. Set, send good vibes, please, folks. I haven't won in a while. Um, yeah. Also, if you want to become a Patreon supporter, I would wholeheartedly recommend heading over to patreon.com forward slash xbox era you can pledge some support for us for as little as a cup of coffee a week or a month even a month what was i saying a month it's nothing and it helps us to do all the cool stuff that we do so yeah do that anyway this week's theme is games released in 2023 let's get into Mm -hmm. it number one is lane legionnaire six Lane Legionnaire 6. 6. 666. Six, six. I'm trying to think what came Sick. out with a sixth game. Street Fighter 6. Oh my god. Street Fighter A game reviewed by Nick and Mechanico. By me. Oh, All right. Number like, one what, goes to the Brit. game came out this year? I thought it would be an easy one because it was one yeah, that, know. you know, it has a number. You've All right. Number Fighter two. Before, and I got it in the past. Oh yeah, three, there's a billion of them. It's easy to have. Number two, pod. Uh, reset the buzzer. Oh, he's buzzed. Nick cocoon. Correct. Nice. Reviewed by John. <laughs> back to back. <laughs> All right. Let me. I wish I could update this scoreboard without. Oh, I give the point to Nick too. Nick didn't complain that time. I wish you could update the scoreboard without hiding it first. That would be nice. What do you mean you gave the point to me? Where? I wasn't even looking. The first time on the the scroll down below, I I put it on you. Ah, okay. All right. The next one is, and I'm putting them in chat for everyone to get right away, Neptune's Realm of Luminaries. Neptune's Realm should be, it's one word. Should have a hyphen in it. Hold on. You can't change it without hiding it. Neptune's Realm. One word. Used, Three words. Used luminaries before. Three words. Total. Games, with games of being one of them. Twenty twenty-three. Mm-hmm. This game holds a specific distinction. That if I say it, you'll get it immediately. A smaller game. How's that? Genre. Role playing. Did Genghis do the review for this? Who's Neptune? Who's Neptune? If you have a guess, John, you should you should just buzz and do it. I'm pretty sure Genghis did the review of this, and it's Sea of Stars. Correct. Neptune's realm, Poseidon, the sea, uh, luminaries, stars. If he had said Poseidon's realm, I might have got it. It makes it too easy. Gonna gotta change it up. 
All right, two to one. Wow, John could win right off the bat. Mm. Bring it back. Holy shit. Bring it back. The next one, two words, those words being swine swells consequence. Swine swells consequence. Swine swells. One word. One so word. It's a, it's a high. One word. Two word total. One word for swine swells. This is not Peppa Pig. <laughs> it's the first pig-related one. That, that would actually that would actually be one of the times when if they're saying Peppa Pig, it might apply. Swine swells consequence. Consequence. Swine. Jalapeno swine. Pepper pig. Swine swells. My people hate how long this takes. I'm gonna have to start at the timer. Yeah, go on, just do it. Like keep us. All right. I mean, I can just say it's the best-selling game of the year. Timer started. It's the best-selling game of the year. Yes, it's the best-selling multiplat game of the year. Two, one, Hogwarts Legacy. Ha! Hogwarts. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm wow. thinking. I'm thinking Call of Duty. Yeah. I thought that one would. I thought that one would give it to you. Hogwarts Legacy is by far the best-selling game of the year. Not yeah, even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they won't, no one talks really about it because of sales. Yeah. 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 All right. Track of sales. Turn the buzzers, making sure everything's good. The next one is Vista Bellow of the Alp. ALP. You can read it. Oh, uh, uh, shit. Yeah, I, I know what this is. Uh, ah. Nick. Horizon Call of the Mountain. <laughs> you were, your voice was cracking when you were saying that. Yes, you are correct. We are tied at two. Call of the Mountain. <laughs> you were the, that's the, the least. That was the VR add-on, isn't it? VR, PS4, yeah, yeah, the VR yeah. game. Yeah. Not uh, an add-on, it's a full game. Oh, okay. All right, the next one neither of you will probably get because you've probably never heard of it. But it's a game with a stupid name, so I was able to make something dumb out of it. It is Killer's Twitter. Dying later, payback of the killer. <laughs> this is an Xbox Game Pass game. Day one. Fuck off. I want to see if anyone in chat can get this. Killer's Twitter. I'm being I'm being snarky with Twitter. What does Twitter mean? Now, what is Twitter? X. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. You've probably never heard. Later. I'm going to start the timer because this one will just take forever, but it, it, it made me laugh when I wrote later. it. Time is at five seconds. You've never Die heard of this later. game. Something Die Revenge later. of the Something. Okay. It is Slayer's X Terminal Aftermath Vengeance of the Slayer. Wow. wow. Yeah, no, I just never heard of yeah. <laughs> Literally never heard of that game. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that one was probably... I wanted to see if anyone would get it in chat, but no one, no one got it, so... Yeah. All right, next um, one, as we move along fast to keep Name a Game from being too long. Also, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Xbox Era. Don't give a shit if you want to complain about us pushing it, but we don't want to have to do clickbait. The next one is... Excavation hyphen trade mythologies. Is the first... Is, is excavation trade one it's word? It's a two-word game. Two words total. Okay. Oh, uh, 
John, you really, phrase. John, <sighs> you should get this, John. John, just think of what you've done this year. Oh God, this one I've reviewed, I'm in real trouble. <laughs> How? You? Come on, man. <laughs> oh no. Um, I'm starting the timer. It's, it's, I'm it's so right disgusted. There. It's right there. Excavation trade. Time is going. Oh, you got eight this seconds. It's going to kill me. It's right there. Oh my God. It. Oh, sick. I was literally, I've just been going through, like, from January, wow. what games I reviewed. That, you got it with 0.5 seconds on the timer. Fuck off. Minecraft yeah. Legends. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yes. Oh, fuck off. Okay. Are you serious? It is. No, no it's Minecraft say. Legends. I'm like, I'm like wait, well, I must have been thinking of something. Wow, a victory. Wow. It only took me literally yelling at you that you reviewed it. Yeah, you know, yeah, man. Like, if you hadn't have done that, I would have been like, "What is that?" I was like, "January? What came out January? I could see it was right there for you, Nick. But, I was yeah. waiting for you to do Epic Tide. As oh, a, thank God! As see, a one. Thank God! Uh, oh yeah, for Jusson. Um, <laughs> yeah, but thank like, God, <laughs> Senior B didn't win. I don't have anything he'd want. Oh, okay. He, but he hates Johnson. indies. Congratulations. If DM me on the forum. If you're on the Discord, send me a message. All right, next one. For the funsies is Oops. going to be three words. They is, those words are... I'm up to I'm waiting, so. fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> those words are levels of terror. Nope. Sick. Layers of fear. Of fear. Correct. Mm. Okay. I reviewed that. It's okay. You did. I didn't realize the remake came out this year. That's all right. It, it was them learning Unreal Engine 5, really. Okay. And they, they added a lot to the couple, the first couple. All right. The next one is two left. Everybody's great grappling scuffle endlessly. Everyone's great grappling scuffle endlessly. Everyone's great. Ooh, grappling hold on. Uh, endlessly. Uh, uh, Oh uh, wait, hold on. You're not gonna remember the you're not gonna remember the last two words, are you? I reviewed this one. I know the first two and words. And scored it with your blessing. Nick. What? The first three words are just letters in the name of the game. These are what those letters stand for. Oh, then then this is not the game I thought it was. Wow. <laughs> this is not the game I thought it was. How do you was. not grappling? Grappling. Oh, for fuck's sake! Thank you, Nick. Uh, what's the name of it? A W. Wrestlers forever. A W. Scuffle endless forever. A W. Fight forever. Yes. You know what else? Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> what? Because it was All Star. I got the All Star part, and I'm thinking, wait, Nickelodeon All Star. I'm thinking, is it the Nickelodeon <laughs> Brawler thing? I'm like, wait, is it that one? I That's coming out in a. That's actually coming out in like a week or two. We still haven't gotten it. Yeah. Yeah. We need the Bluey game. That's what we need in our lives. I've yeah. sent messages to everyone I can about Bluey. I'll let you know if I get it. Yeah. I'm sorry if I don't. Very last one in this terrible segment is Explosive Race Computerized Hyphen Sadness. Three words. Ba -na -na -na. Ba 
Computerized sadness. It is not. It is not Hot Wheels Two. Explosive race. Computerized. That part's not so bad. It's the computerized sadness. It's the computerized sadness that. Because the last word of this game is unique. Four mm. platforms, mm. multi-platform game. First on Switch, and then came to PlayStation and Xbox a week later. Oh, you don't keep up with the news. Race, computerized, sadness. One might think of the Sega Dreamcast in early original Xbox when they think of what this game is inspired by. Hey! <laughs> if I just say Jetu Setu Radio, you're gonna, you're not even gonna get it if I say it's an, it's the Jetu oh. Radio game. Come on. Oh, okay. Nick. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk. Correct. Oh yeah, you're in a funk yeah. sadness. Cyber. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. See, they work logically. They just Cyberpunk. you might not always get it. I don't think anyone, no one in chat got that one. Oh no, yeah, Assassin Entertainment got it. He got it. So that's why Nick got it. But there you go. That's a name a game. We're done and through it in what ten minutes? You gave me the answer, and then you're like, I... look at the chat. He's yanking. You gave me the answer. GGs, everyone. G, G's. Oh. Hold on, I didn't have fade in them. Let's get the music going again, so it doesn't just go. Ah, oh, faded out. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, there you go. Beautiful thing. There's a I'm lot of nice. questions this week. I know. Yeah. Let's just dive into them. We can do it. And we, Travis, we will Don't. give the questions our due. I know some people are like, we go through them too quick, but sometimes they're more statements and not questions. So we just go, ah, I agree with that but statement or I don't. Don't you want to say really how much we love our patrons? Except for one in particular. Except for I Steven. do. I, I, lo I love all our patrons, even Stephen. Um, I don't love Senior Steven, Bean. Get it? I lust for Senior Bean. Lust. Rand is a patron. Yeah. Everyone's all brilliant. Oh, so yeah, definitely. I love all our patrons then. We love Even our patrons. It's lots of love. Lots of love in the room. Um, yeah. But yes. I love them so much. I'm going to put them down below. Cool. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, big kudos and shout out as always to our MVPs, Top and Torn Raptor, um, our highest tier yeah. patrons. They get all the cool Torn stuff. Raptor spent like. A hundred bucks on the uh, extra live stream today. What you man, bought one of the legend. Game Pass codes. What yep. a legend! Um, what yes, we also need is for John to change the login email address for the Patreon website. Do we? Oh, do we? Is that on the list of things for me to do? Sorry, I've been mm -hmm. very distracted this week. I gave Jesse the, one the login that... details for Patreon, but it goes to this older ass email address that we don't use anymore. Uh, well, yeah, it, it's there for some stuff, but yes, okay, sorry. Let's talk about it after the show. But yes, community questions. If you are a Patreon member for patreon.com forward slash Xbox Zero, you get the opportunity to annoy the entire podcast crew with a question every week. Now, we could limit your yeah. characters to like 250. We could do all sorts of sensible things, but we don't. So we but have we these don't. lengthy, lengthy questions. Diatribes. That we go through every week from all of our patrons, which we're going to do. It right. wasn't as bad as no. the early days. Remember when I used to pull out the robe and pipe? Right. Yeah, Karis's yeah. Corner was fun. Karis's <clears throat> Corner was fun. But anyways, uh, talking of Stephen. Yeah. 
Community questions. You want First me to read his question. question out if it makes you feel no. a bit sick? Are you sure? No. I okay. could save it till the end when everyone's well and truly left. <laughs> Do that. It's too late. It's on the screen. Shady Pines Steve. Nick, the feelings mutual buddy. Now, what he's <laughs> referring to is the fact that I called him my least favorite patron. <laughs> That's okay, because what he doesn't realize is your money's going to me too, mate. <laughs> So you can bag me all you want and you can be like, Nick's the worst. What is he even doing on this podcast? He's still giving us money. Try not to dissuade our patrons from contributing. I'm the main reason for that. Just I'm the captain mute now. Mute his mic, please. Mute his mic. If name We're going to change the login for StreamYard. If name a game is as unpopular as you guys always joke about it being, do we joke about it being unpopular? I don't think uh, I think we did the last show. Like we we regularly oh, just like, people oh, drop. half the audience yeah. drop, you know. If anything, um, we joke about it being the greatest game show <laughs> in video games, if anything. Sure. Um why do you keep doing it? Well, that's why, because it's the best. Surely there are other ways you could award game codes to patrons. If there was a I way do to download a version of the podcast that didn't have that segment, I'd to certainly take advantage of it. I do appreciate that you put music under the entire segment to make it easier to know when I've reached the end while skipping ahead. John and Jesse, keep up the good work. Well, the patron thing, the giving away codes to patrons, that was my idea. I'm going to... We whoa, were whoa, just whoa, doing Jesse, name a game. Mm. No, I want to ban him. Fine, I, I won't. Ah, fine. I won't show his information. I was going to dox him. Okay. I was going to ban him, but you had me you had me panicking there for a minute. Ban who? I know, that's why I scrolled fast. Okay. Ban oh. who? Steven for hating name of games so much. Not allowed. Ah. Um the 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 giving away codes to patrons, that was my idea. At first we were just doing name a game just for the fun, just as a fun thing, and I was like, "Well, why don't we get the patrons involved and we play for a patron and we give yeah. away codes?" Once well, again, I, mate, I, that was me. I have fun. I have fun with it every week. It is a laugh, but I, I get it. It's not for everyone, but hey, you know, like it doesn't detract from the rest of the podcast. And yeah, people are well within their right. rights to drop off and watch it another time. It is worth saying though that if you're in the Xbox Era Discord, discord.gg forward slash Xbox Era, which is the main public Discord, if you are a patron, goodness gracious me, do 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 a lot of game codes get given away, like a mm. lot. So, yeah, but what if you can just go on the forums and complain about it and not because you don't know that? <laughs> well, there you go. Mm. And now I'm letting you know. So, there you go. There's an answer to your question, Stephen. And, and the guests, our guests that take part in Name a Game, they love it. It's like their yeah. favorite thing. It's They're like, like they love this? it. This is crazy. They absolutely love it. So, once again, Nick, just I, I know, I know what needs to be done. It's one of those things. Okay, don't make this about you. Come on, next question. I'd be the greatest dictator on earth. Next okay. question. Torn Raptor. <laughs> Hi, gents. You should really try to get some females on the rotating guest spot for a nice change. While I'm thinking about change, name a game is now a year old. Isn't it two years old? Or am I wrong? I Time for Nick to nick something else from the radio. Change it up next year and come back around to name a game the following year because who doesn't love seeing old favourites return? Sick. Are you planning on extending your expertise with Forge to Grounded's playground mode? Okay. I'll, I'll have a Ganders, we'll address... but 
Probably not. We'll, <laughs> we'll address the first part. We've had females on before, and I have gone out of my way to try and do that. But again, as I keep saying, we don't we don't just have our pick of the litter in terms of guests. We can't just pluck and choose whoever we feel like. And like, put it this way. I've been in a DM now with one of the lead devs of Dead Static Drive, who is from Melbourne, for months. And it's been incredibly difficult to get him on. Because people, because remember, our, our podcast is on at an awkward time for just about everyone we get on. Yeah. So for Aussies, it's hard because it's early in the morning. For Brits, it's hard because it's late at night. For US people, it's hard because it's during dinner time on a Saturday night. It's we can't we can't just have guests whoever would, we want whenever we want. It's not that easy. I would also say we're at this point now. If if Xbox Zero had just started and the people coming into it, you know, came in eyes wide open. Like I'll give you some context. We had an email, and I'm not going to give names i think i might have briefly mentioned this last week i can't remember we had an email earlier this week i think so i don't think i mentioned it that was uh, a well-respected games video editor for a large brand write to us and say hey i'd love to come and work for you can i come mm. work for you, please i read that email the other day and i we get a lot of emails of professional people in this industry who look at how we go about our business we, they look at the quality of our website they look at the quality of our video reviews and the content that we put out and they think that we are a well-funded large organization reality check we're not and i had to write this guy an email i was like i hate not replying to these i couldn't let this one go because it was such a well well written it was a resume of all this stuff impressive ass email it was like in in any other universe we would love I'm, to have him work for xbox zero i'm willing to, to bet. pay him <laughs> yeah, i'm willing to bet you don't work for free because i do and so does nick and so does jesse and so does everybody on the xbox zero team and the, the little money we do get from our patrons it goes towards keeping everything going servers cost money delivering books to america cost money it all costs money and it's a pain in the ass and if we were three years back, I would have loved if we'd have had a couple of women on the team. Genuinely would have loved. But I yeah. can't now at this point go out and say, hello, lady in the industry. Would you like to come work for us for free? It just ain't going to fly. Like, it, it just doesn't. And we'd probably get cancelled for it. Yeah, right. So th there is, it's really difficult. And yes, I would love to. And it's one of those things that we can only get what we can get until we get to the point where we can actually employ people. Um, yeah. And one day, I hope that that happens. And and in all honesty, it's thanks to the folks watching this podcast, the patrons that contribute, uh, the people that send super chats, the people that subscribe. They're the ones that are helping make that happen. And it's it's weird to think that you know this show's listened to in fifty countries across the planet. That's nuts, right? Fifty countries across the planet hmm. uh, gets millions of hits the xbox here as a brand every year and we are growing year on year on year i want to get to the point where we're up there you know and it's just a slow grind but one day yeah more ladies please just for a different yeah you know maybe just keep nick behaving himself and acting a little bit our, more like our awkward like, time Jesus. our awkward time makes us very appreciative that any guest jumps on live and does the podcast with us 
Like, because like we get it. It's awkward for everyone. Like this, the, the lead dev of Dead Static Drive, who said he's going to jump on because that game looks unbelievably cool. Dead Static Drive. He's from Melbourne, which means he'll be getting up early in the morning. And one of the things he said to me was, oh, I do a lot of family stuff Sunday mornings. I'm like, yeah, dude, trust me. I get that. I assure <laughs> you, buddy, I understand that. So it's not easy. It's, it's, yeah, I've got a wife over easy. there who's like, oh, we just don't, we are never going to go anywhere on a Saturday, huh? I'm like, you guys can. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of stuck. That's what I mean. I get questions. John's muted and he's sitting there talking. You know, you point that out. I notice when I do it, and if you didn't point it out, no one on audio would know. Uh, on the subject of Amanda, it's worth pointing out. Amanda, Jesse's missus, has done loads of work for us. You know, FOC. Mm. You know, like, it's, it's hard. It's hard to get more people mm. in now because the people that are in, we trust. You know, we've had people join, and it's been like, yeah. Anyways. it's it's all tough you know i see ace in the chat can't you pre-record interviews even that's hard we i work during the week when am i going to pre-record the interview Mm -hmm. like it's this is what i'm saying it was a it was a lot to get phil's interview done like it was nick getting up at a different time nice and early and because like it's it's going to be during phil's work day it's not going to be late at night for him because that would also be like 3 a.m for john like it's going to be in the middle of the workday which is like mid like 3 4 a.m for nick it's it's a lot of work for the for all that timing odds are if we manage to ever be able to do this full time this would probably not be the time slot for the podcast it would suddenly become a new time that's probably better for viewing better for our lives better for everything because if i had to get up at 4 a.m. to do this podcast if it was my full-time job it wouldn't be the same problem would it yeah all of a sudden i can do it once a week at 4 a.m. because it's my full-time job because i can know i'm working from home and i can sleep in to make up for it or whatever yeah. and all of a sudden the the views go up and all of a sudden we can get more interviews because it's at a beautiful time for all the u.s developers and all and it's a snowball effect but yeah. while we're doing it the way we're doing it this is what we're shackled to. We have a we have a it lot more questions. Yeah, I know, but I feel like we answered that one quite well. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. we did. We certainly did. Um, and name a game is going nowhere. Torn wrapped also bad luck. See, uh, it was nice. It was quick. It was good. I'll just I'll keep it quicker. Sometimes it it's a little long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jesse brother. Happy one eighty four, my dudes. I strongly disagree with the post above me, as you should. Name a game is the best part of the podcast. And I'm not just saying that because my brother makes so many hilarious questions and I can join in the joking around in chat with others about the answers being Peppa Pig or Ace Attorney. Okay, I totally am doing that for those reasons. But yeah, I vote to keep it. About the Bungie situation. Not sure who to blame. Sony, Pete Parsons, both. I just know I'm relieved Microsoft didn't acquire Bungie because they seem more cursed than Alan Wake. Speaking (laughs) of which, that game does keep getting better. My question this week is for Jess. In Alan Wake 2, now that I can swap between Saga and Alan, do I have to play as Alan or can I always be Saga? Because I'm liking her a lot more. Oh, and question for Nick. Where gears at? (laughs) Yes, you have to play as Alan. Okay, because I've got that too. I've got the ability to go to the mop and change into... Change reality. Yeah, at that point, you can choose who you want to be, but with both of them, you will hit a point. So it's, it's linear open 
linear. It goes back to linear at the end where you have to you have to get to a certain point for each of them to then carry on. So if you hit this point with Alan, it'll then say you must now play as Saga to advance the story. You can still play as Alan and go around and search and find stuff, but to continue oh, okay. the story, you will have to go back to um Saga to to do it's, that. It's funny your brother that cuz I find I find I'm enjoying Saga's segments more as well. I'm loving Alan's the game. Open up. Look. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his his early ones are a lot more closed than hers ever really are. Um, his his later ones really do open up. Um, but if you don't like the scene mechanic versus the mind place mechanic, um, I actually preferred the scene one over time. The mind place one was is always the mind place one. It does have some stuff, but the actual scene changing mechanic with Alan, when you really get into that, you find his words of power, and he becomes a hell of a lot more powerful and better at combat and stuff. Um, I, I, they, they both get good. So. No. Hey! Fight. <laughs> See? What? It's just the fact that Jesse brother was like, where's Nick? Where's Gears at? And he's in the chat! <laughs> Where it is? See? Uh, it just cracked me up. Is laugh. it your brother? Is no. where Gears at he your does. brother? <laughs> that is, I would put that beyond his capabilities for um, uh, computer okay. stuff. He's on a phone. Um, That's it. Ah, okay. See, <laughs> see, I find, see, I like Saga's segments because to me, with Alan's, no spoilers. I would prefer, I would prefer Alan's sections are purely like puzzle exploration based with no combat, and then Saga's mm. sections are the detective third person shooter parts. I'd like them to separate those two even more from a gameplay perspective. Not complaining, adore the game, but if I was going to be a nitpicky person about it a nick i think i think with sagas go heavier in the third person shooter direction and with alan's less combat alan. and make it all about puzzles and exploration alan, alan. all the way if i was alan. gonna adjust anything mm-hmm. um I, I know you said there's a lot of but questions yes. but i'm actually seeing like the next there's a lot of people phone, replying okay there's there's like yeah, yeah, yeah. three no, like there, there is still there is still a few Okay, next. Uh, hi, them G. With those employees that are fired from Bungie, do you guys think Microsoft should hire those employees to come back and work for 343 to help out with Halo? Uh, some more, your gents' honest take. P.S. Have you gents ever picked your nose in public when someone saw you gents do stuff like that? Your gents' gross public stunt or picking your nose? What? Uh, <laughs> I have... I. My wife complains constantly about how often I pick my nose, uh, even publicly, and it has rubbed off on my children, who also pick their nose a lot. My, my, my daughter, she picks her nose, and she gets the really long, stringy ones, and she sits oh, there, no. and she's like this with them, and yeah. like, I'll always get her, I'll be like, are you digging us some gold out there, Harriet? And she's yeah, like, did you pick a winner? Did you pick a winner? Every, every now and again, my wife will only catch the tail end, where she'll see me go, like that and flip it. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes we'll be driving and all of a sudden I'm winding down the window and she'll see oh, and she'll know exactly what I've been doing. Um cracks her up. But do I think um, do I think Bungie devs should work for three for three? Yes. Well, well if they want to. Look, if they want I mean, to. If they're good devs, they're good devs. There's loads of devs everywhere. Like it's up to them. But if you're operating under the assumption that People at Bungie are magically better at Halo, even though they haven't made the franchise for like 
10 years. years. Yeah. Probably not. Like, probably maybe don't worry about it that much. You know, like, it's it's changed hands a lot. Uh, but they're in the same area. They're all in Seattle. So, right there, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Hytham. Next question. Spider Link, I believe. Spider Link, Apple. Yeah. Apple should have an emoji for <clears throat> see look. Still do it? No. no. Do it. Okay. Uh let's skip through the discussion. Okay. Spider Link, yes. Hello, panel. God, we haven't been called panel in ages. Feels good. Feels professional. Um with the ABK discussion closing, finally. And the new leadership configuration for Microsoft Gaming indicating new dedication to gaming. Do you think that Xbox will become less of an afterthought when it comes to third parties? I feel as though things have been getting better overall, but we're still not where we deserve to be. If so, how long do you think it would take? I'm getting a little bit tired of situations like this. Did World of Horror ever drop on Xbox? I know it did on Switch. Probably not. I'll check. That looks like a Discord DM. Uh, It hasn't. At the end of the day, I have more than i can reasonably play regardless it's just that the uncertainty can get a bit tedious it didn't come out will it get a late port if so will it be full price or maybe it'll be on game pass thanks for what you do and massive props to jesse for pouring so much of himself into this endeavor agreed there's a lot of me to pour um yeah um well i mean that's we've talked about that that's why they you know abk makes it harder for third parties to ignore them. Um, and anything else they're going to buy, if they go and buy Sega, if they go and buy Crystal, if they go and buy Sobo, if they go and buy whoever, everything they acquire makes it harder and harder for third parties to ignore them. Like, they ain't... It, seemingly, they're not going anywhere. So yeah, I can't add anything more to that. Like... The game has changed now, and we'll see it more over the coming years. Fun times. Good doggo. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he, she? She, he's a pink collar, isn't it? Like eight, right? Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it, it'll make it hard. Uh, Q-Tang. Q-Tang, Q-Tang, uh, changed his icon, changed a few things. If that's the same Q-Tang, I think it is. Q-Tang Clan yep. just says hi. Hi. Q-Tang just says hi. Hello. BigGlow25. Hey, Nick, any news on Microsoft Xbox doing anything with the increased budget, especially for marketing that just talked about on Twitter and about the disc add-on you talked about last time? Is it still coming with the Refresh Series X or just a rumor for now? Thanks for the podcast. Everything's a rumor. It's all a rumor. It's all it's all just stuff I hear about. Um, that that's what I heard. I heard that they were looking at a disc add-on. Actually, I had heard it was for the Series S. That's what Dun. I had been told Dun. at the time that I was Dun. told about it a while back. Um, but then seeing the digital Series X leak makes it obvious that it would now be for two consoles. It would now work across, I assume, both devices. Yeah. And hopefully it doesn't get tied to a specific one, Sony. I think, yeah, I think it probably will to some degree. That's nuts. Like, my household is a two PlayStation 5 household. So I've got a digital and my son has a disc. 
let's say we decided we both wanted the new one. So you're telling me that we both buy that new PS5. I buy the disc drive, but then I can't just plug it into my son's if he wants to play a game we own on disc because it's tied to my PS5. What? Don't know yet. That yeah, better not be the case. <clears throat> that better not be the case. Um, with the marketing, well, I mean, it looks like they're going all out in marketing. Have a look. Since ABK closed, look how much we've seen in just how many two times did I say short, short weeks that yeah. since ABK closed. Um, they've done the third-party partner showcase. They've done the intrusive, the intrusive dashboard ads. They've done all sorts the of sphere. marketing since. Yeah, the Sphere. They've, they've done all sorts of marketing ever since that deal closed. And that Sphere one so, had yeah. money put into it because it looked awesome. Yeah, that was really good, the way they did that. But yeah, that was something that Jesse's been saying all along during ABK. They're waiting for ABK to go through because they need to be homely and appear that like they suck and they can't afford to do anything while they're trying to buy ABK. Now that they've bought ABK, they can go, we're trillionaires again. Look at all the money we can spend. Oh, plus, Suck and they in. rearranged the entire friggin' corporate structure so that they are marketing, like marketing reports to them. Their budget yeah. is supposed, Jez was like, their first party and marketing budget way more. Like they are, they are yeah. the all in thing that they were waiting to be when they had to make the FTC and CMA and everyone think, oh my God, that Sony really is dominating the high end console market, huh? Yeah. And hopefully Sega is next and soon. You really love Yakuza uh, games, huh? I would like a dragon. I hate them. <laughs> uh, I tried the demo of one of them and it was incredibly boring. They are 95% uh, cutscenes. Yep. Selfish Burrito. Hello, sick Jess and the ever stunning Nick. So you know what? Just once, I would like a little lift. I would like a little, just a little compliment hey, thrown my way. Burrito, okay? Selfish burrito is more than cancelled out by Steve. More <laughs> than cancelled out by Steve. Um, Xbox era fundraising for Extra Life. Still time to give to the Extra Life campaign. Yes, there is mm -hmm. plenty of time. Don't get rid of Name a Game either. We will not. Uh, edit. Shout out to the finals. Jumped on in the beta last night and it was class. I've heard good things. That, that time to kill is still too long for me. It's it's egregiously long. Like visually though, oh boy, it it's is an incredibly game. good looking game. Um, okay, thank you, selfish burrito. Skedaddle. One of the OGs. Totes. I, for one, sorry. Totes, he's totally one of the OGs. Yep. I, for one, would like to show my support for the Name of Game segment, see? Uh, which the listeners can feel a part of. That's right. Think of the truckers needing to keep their mind active while driving or those on a late shift trying to get through the night. Exactly. However, why not have it right at the start when John is wide awake and Nick is still trying to wake up? See if we could get John some wins. Also, it would make a great warm-up segment as people are gradually tuning in and stops there being an exodus of listeners later on. It's an interesting point. That we get the exodus at this segment anyways. It doesn't really... It just slight, It just makes it 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. yeah. That is an interesting The news point, being the last segment would be the thing that would keep the exodus from happening, but then people would be mad. Yeah. Hmm. 
That is an interesting way of doing it to do name a game right at the start. But it's also like our live views are so different. Like you'll look at other places that have like seven, eight hundred, nine hundred people live. But then when you come back to each podcast a couple of weeks later and we maxed out at 250, like we've got twice the views overall because yeah. we have mm-hmm. so many VOD watchers. We love you, VOD watchers. Okay. Yeah, you guys rule. Um, okay. What I would like to see you guys introduce is a game, game Pass segment talking about what is being added as well as what is being taken away. Not necessarily having to worry about having played said games, but maybe a little about the game, developers or their history. Some examples including Roller Dome finally coming to Xbox. Oh yeah, I heard about that. That's great. What? Roller Drome. Is an R in there? Is it? Yeah. yeah. Ah. Like Oh yeah, Roller Drome. Okay, yeah, yes. Yeah. So We've had this idea. Dome. Well you can finish the thing and then I'll I'll talk. Um coming to Xbox having been a timed exclusive on PlayStation for over a year. Dead Space and Wild Hearts being added uh, an added benefit for Game Pass Ultimate members, which we did talk about last week. The friendship with Sega bearing fruit with Football Manager 2024 and Like a Dragon, the man who erased his name. Rhythm Royale pitting you up against 29 other players and the review scores for Jusson, including Jusson. We've had the idea for a while and I'd like to do it, especially if I do get login access on... Day on um, Patreon is having a day one podcast where you know once twice a month whenever the new things hit, I just do a pre-recorded show talking to various team members about games that they're interested in. Goes up uh, one to three days early, for probably a day early for patrons get to see it um, early on because it will be time sensitive. It's not something I want to do a month early. Um, yeah and it, yeah we did we did kind of touch we actually did that today we talked about what was coming to game pass so i think we we will add yeah, that i've, I've added that in yeah i've added in a little bit of uh, let's actually do some some xbox era promotion and talk about like when, whenever game pass is up i make sure to put it in the news maybe we can have like a day one like use our day one thingy logo income up and we talk through it then something if like. i if I start doing it again on OBS, absolutely. I'm now how many ten hours or friggin' nine plus hours in, and I haven't dropped a frame, John. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy for you. If the, I just if this is, could be this consistent all the time, sign me back up to the yeah. OBS dream. I'm not you telling know? you about the the first four hours where it kept going and having problems. Then I restarted, and it's been perfect. Oh, good. Again, good. if we could if we could get full time, if we could be full time, we'd do it all. Do it all. We do, Every we day. do all of it. Live and breathe the game. You hear that, rich people? You hear that, Bill Gates? Come on. Yeah, man. There's got to be Fucking someone nerd. out there that's like... I remember I had a mate once. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story. I had a mate once who... I don't know how... I don't know where he got the... He used to make short films. I thought we were going to start singing Little Mermaid then. They were I like the Aussie, the Aussie... They were, they were trying to be the how. Aussie Cohen brothers, right? And he was telling me once how he came across this group of like investors. And like he was saying that there was guys that with a lot of money and they, I don't know if, I don't think it's money laundering, but like. It's um, angel investors. Kind of. And they, it's almost like they're so wealthy that they invest in stuff as almost like a tax write-off, knowing they're not going to get that money back. Almost like kind of, again, I can't remember how he explained it to me. It was all above board. So what I'm describing probably sounds illegal. 
No. But apparently it was all above board. And I'm like, man, that's what Daunting taxes is the biggest industry in the world. Yeah, we need someone that's like... Yeah, yeah we anyway, need Tommy Wiseau. He described it to me and I was like, man. Another story about that guy. Someone paid him a lot of money to make a porn film too. <laughs> he, was t- he was telling me all about it. I was like, dude. Then I was thrusting and then they were thrusting. I think, was like, was, ah. I think the dude that gave him the money was Russian as well. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. That was full on. He was telling me all about the behind the scenes stuff of making porn. It was the behind? Oh. Yeah. It was quite, it was pretty cool. Okay. That's that question answered. Next yeah. question, please. Uh, next it's one. long. Azuizu. Oh, wait. Yeah, we're not up to Hughes yet. We're up to Azuizu. Oh, okay, there you go. As we do. Hello, gents. Now that the Xbox has 30 some studios, it's like closer to 45, would it's you like 50. to do a weekly deep dive into each studio? No. Who they are, where they came from, what have they done, and what to expect? Maybe you might be able to recommend some good obscure games from these studios to add to everybody's backlog. As we do, you're on the forum. We have the studios OT where I, that I've put together with all their background and everything about yeah. the studios. It's it's also worth saying Proven, uh, and I think a couple of other teams, but mostly driven by Proven, are working on, uh, and then I'll, I will be doing the video for it and adding some you know British class and flair. Uh, Xbox Game Studios World Tour Part Two, where we will look again at the behemoth that is Microsoft Gaming's now enviable first-party development capability. Um, and we'll do a, we'll fly around the world. Um, we've got some really cool animations and stuff planned. Um, I think once the busyness of October, November has now died away, we'll be able to have some time to knuckle down and uh, mm. make that video. But that video is going to easily be probably one of the longest videos we've ever made. I am if the original Xbox Game Studios World Tour video, which is is on our channel, you can go find it in the in the video playlists. I think it was thirty five minutes long to cover twenty something studios. Twenty three, I think. So you do the math, all right? We're talking about a feature film here. It's going to take. But also, we probably won't break it down by Blizzard one, Blizzard two, Blizzard three, Blizzard four, Blizzard five, Blizzard six. Even though that is more people. Mm. Than all of those twenty three studios combined. Yeah, mm, yeah, mm. yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to making that video. And like, it is another one that is, if it was full time, we'd be all over it. Those types yeah. of segments yep. and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of time, a lot of work. Nose picker. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Patreon.com/slash Xbox Zero. Yes. So, but for now, use my OT. It's yeah. there. All the infos there. I do update it whenever I remember and have the time. Like I was working on those new banners and everything for ages and then got distracted and forgot about them. And Anyway, uh, Hugh, howdy all. Hope you had fun, uh, had a fun Halloween. Now the dust is starting to settle on ABK. When do you think Xbox's next acquisition will be and what type do you think it will be? Smaller studios like IOI, Crystal, Lidos, Asoba, Remedy, Crytek, People Can Fly, a small publisher like Focus or Devolver, mid-sized publishers like Sega, CDPR or Square, retro publishers like Atari and Amiga, 
Uh, with ABK content, they could make a massive retro portal into Game Pass. Mobile publishers like Playrix, Moonactive, Mihoyo, and Roblox. Or another large slash difficult publisher like Take 2, Epic, Valve, WB, and EA, which I personally doubt will happen for another decade or more if ever. Although Xbox have stated they are all in, which they have clearly proven, and further acquisitions are planned, I am wondering if their future intentions lean towards mobile and PC acquisitions, due to it being their largest growth areas. In terms of timescale, I think we might see at least one announced before the end of fiscal year. Yeah, most likely it'll be next year that the next one is announced. I think, um, I think I don't think you'll see anything massive. I think no, you'll see smaller I, I, single I, studios. Yeah, I personally don't believe you'll see like anything on the level of a Take Two or Epic or whatever. I'm sure they looked Ever. at those prior to ABK, but I think now post ABK, you're looking at anything Sega, Square, Capcom level and below. I I Crystal. personally think where uh, Idos. I honestly yeah, think if they so, do anything soon, it would be Embracer. We're desperate for money. We'll sell you someone you really want. Yeah, they'll they'll get some stuff flipped from Embracer. Um, my personal guesses, everyone knows those. Sega, Crystal, Idos, Sobo, um, probably like. I don't know about IOI anymore. Maybe IOI. I feel like IOI may have happened already if it was going to. IOI, but I don't know. Let's see how the partnership um, goes with, with what they're developing for Microsoft yeah. first. Yeah. You know? And well. maybe Square just for the salsa. Bit of salsa for Square. <laughs> there is a certain Square forum that would salsa. explode. Ah, oh, that's all I want Square for. They can They can shut Square down for all I care. I just want, I just want Square. Actually, shutting them down would be even better again for the Santa. To oh say God. we're going to give Final Fantasy seventeen to three four three. We're going to give, we're going to give Halo over to uh, Sledgehammer, and Square is being shut down as of tomorrow. They wouldn't oh, give. Man. They'll never give anyone to ABK because then it has to go on the cloud for everyone. Yeah. ABK can help, but ABK cannot publish their big IP. Yeah. Okay. But Square is a salsa choice. Fair. Uh, Omen. Bamco. Happy weekend. Now that Activision Blizzard is part of the picture, which one of the panel members is truly the biggest fan of Xbox first party games? Jesse. Still not me. Easily Still Jesse. not me. I absolutely love Blizzard. I've Got ten thousand hours in Warcraft. I probably got a combined six, seven thousand hours in Diablo. Like, yeah, it would be me. Yeah. The, the I mean, only I, way I, it becomes me is if they start to mine the old IPs and start bringing them back. They're yeah. not bringing I, back rock and roll racing. A single tear just Sally's <laughs> cheeks left speechless for the first time. I mean, it's even like with Sega. Sega's not going to bring back 95% of the things you'd want. I, I, I like a lot of Microsoft's franchises, but I, I don't like every single thing they make. Um, Halo's obviously the big love, as evidenced, but um, I, I think nowadays, just the way I am, if a game isn't really good, I, I you know, it really has to do something special to grab me. And I love a lot of smaller games, so... That's not always mm. Microsoft. Their big first party for you is Game Pass because you get so many good indies yeah. on it. 
So I'm a fan, but yeah. And Nick only I mean, likes just, Nintendo. So best controller, best platform, best, best services. Platform. Yeah. We take it for best we day. all take it for granted just how good play anywhere and everything is. Yeah. Like Be- best everything except games. Just best everything <laughs> else. Just not the no. games. Yeah. But if they start bringing shit back, Tony Hawk, rock and roll racing. Um, <laughs> you put rock. I love you. Tony Hawk, a beloved series. Rock and roll racing right alongside it. Like they're equals. Rock and roll racing is the best. It is such a. Did you ever play that game on Mega Drive or Super Nintendo? You've never played it. You've never played rock I'm, and roll racing. I've never played Three and most, a half hour show. Three. I've never played most of their games, but also, yeah, I, I got to get back to it. And it's Blizzard. Rock and Roll Racing is Blizzard. Your favorite developer. Mate, play Rock and Roll Racing. Yeah, but I was like freaking eight. I didn't get to play every... There were like 7,000 such a good game. games on And the consoles. soundtrack is incredible. All licensed Rock and Roll soundtrack. Deep Purple, Black Sabbath. Like, oh, So good. Well, chiptune versions of them. Oh, yeah, of course. Ah, oh, so good. Anyway. Uh, DI game. Hey everyone, editing my question because you talked about Modern Warfare 3 today. So I'll ask this instead. Looking ahead to next year, we have the following titles confirmed slash soft confirmed. Avowed, Hellblade 2, uh, Microsoft Flight Sim 2024, Taubon, Cod, Gulf War. Ooh, is that the rumor? Gulf War. News that to me, but okay. Piss me off. The way they handle everything that else, that would make me sad. I'm also going to fix this for him. Here. I normally don't edit people's posts, but I'll put the two instead of a W for the year. What? He had 20 W4. I changed oh, it to right. a two. In the Giant Bomb Couch interview earlier this year, IIRC, if I recall correctly, Matt Booty and Dominus Maximus Aurelius alluded to a few other titles not yet announced for 2024. What do you think we see? Personally, I could see, uh, I could maybe see a new Spyro, something from Bethesda team, so maybe Quake or Doom, and either Contraband or Fable slip in. What do you think? P.S. IGN wrote an Xbox gift guide, but as yet to tweet. Dominant Force Discourse Spookum? <laughs> maybe. Uh, they would would it be normal. funny if Would it be funny if the tweet IGN had prepped for the Xbox holiday guide? And now they've since changed it after the backlash to the PlayStation One is. It was like, boy, sh- Xbox sure does suck. But you know what doesn't suck? Our Xbox holiday buying guide. Man, I guarantee you that's probably what the tweet was. <laughs> oh man. Oh god, that would have been good. Uh, so what do we think next year? Avowed hmm. uh, Hellblade hmm. Two, Flight Simulator, Towerboard. I don't know about whether it's Golf War, but I mean. I think you'll have some smaller stuff. I don't. I, I contraband. I think might be an interesting one because that team typically goes very quiet and then boom, mm, six months. Mm. Very Bethesda like, and we haven't seen anything from it in a while. Yeah. I don't think anything from Activision. You, you can't. What about indie? Anything. No, I don't think Would that one's be close. next year. I think Everwild would be closer. The, the amount they've been tweeting God. about it and stuff. Everwild. <laughs> Everwild. But I think they they were tweeting about indie to like start hiring people, yeah. And also supposedly Clockwork I, Revolutions further ahead than people seem to realize, but they didn't they didn't give that one a year, so yeah, Might, understandably. But just opening up my OneNote for a sec. 
And there could be things like there could be things like Towerborn that are publishing deals that we don't know about because you never know. Oh, and also, fingers crossed. Like just Game Pass why deals. That's weird. South of Midnight. Oh yeah, I forgot. South of Midnight. Yeah, that'd be good really one. good. I don't know if it'll make next year, but there's so much. Man. Why didn't I update my OneNote? Is that ever wild info? You're lazy. So I did make a, um, I made a new article I can show off if you're, uh, you're wondering. These are all the confirmed things for uh, 2024 Xbox Game Pass. Like, there's already a lot here. Like, just going through all this. This is an evergreen stock- article, right? Yeah. So this is this is one I'll update all year long. I created it a couple days ago because like, oh yeah, the other one did a hundred thousand views. I'll do this one. Little Kitty, Big oh, City, man. already game of the year. If you like cats, that is, I'm not even kidding. That game's incredible. Like Stalker Two, like there's already all of these day one, including Dead Static Drive, uh, Game Pass games for 2024. Hollow Knight, Silk Song. Like it's boy, boy, is there a lot coming. So three, a Uden updating now. There's a lot of shit coming. I thought I'd been told something about Everwalt. I had. I just searched Everwild so, I, in I know. the DM and it popped up. Wow. I thought so. Yeah. Are we? Am I hitting the, the button? Or are you just no. teasing? No. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah, just being a smartass. Now everyone's going to be like, tell it, Nick, tell it. And you're going to be like, no, it was never Tell it, to. tell it. No, 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 not telling it. Uh, I just, as soon as you said Everwild, it made me realize. And then I went to check my OneNote and I haven't updated it in a long time. And I'm like, I swear <gasps> I got told some stuff about Everwild just recently. And then I went and checked and searched and I have. Uh, okay, next question. Two left. 99 Rukin. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a great day. If not, then a terrible day. Just kidding. Oh. I, I just want to say, how is IGN going to give COD a lower score but give Quantum Error a higher score? Media bias, I say, because it's owned by Microsoft now. I think there's a little bit of salsa. My question today is, with everything going on in the world, why do you play video games? I do it to escape reality. What's your reason? P.S. When it comes to video games, in my personal opinion, it's best to keep your personal beliefs out of it. Why do I play video games? Because I love them and I've been playing them since I was a little kid. Yeah, I I play them. I enjoy them. Unwind to experience different places and realities and worlds and experience different stories. And I play for cooperative fun. I play to socialize. There's loads of reasons I play video games, but mm. um, I yeah. The last statement, I don't know if I can agree with. Keep keep personal beliefs out of it. I you know I'm it's not like sure the, where. Uh, it, it reads to me like to keep politics out of it, and it's like, well, no keep politics out of art and like well no i mean that is a lot of that is the driving force end of the day games are made by people and people are affected by the world in which they live and uh any story worth telling is told from someone who's lived it or breathed it or is a personal piece of themselves that they're putting into it you know so i don't see how that can be true you know like you have the personal choice to not play it if you don't agree or you don't want to experience that person's output. But that's the free world that we live in, right? So just like, er, ev- everything's political. In the, at end. the end of the day, it's just video games. 
Like you don't have to, oh, this video game is is very like anti whatever or this very pro whatever. Who gives a shit? Do, do you have fun with it? Yes or no? If you don't have fun, don't play it. It's not, it's not a problem. No one cares but you. I'm not speaking about you, 99 Rukin. I'm just talking generally. Wow, just attacking the, the poor guy. I'm not attacking. I just, there's always like a, it feels like a bit of a cop out. Keep things I don't agree with out of video games. Yeah. Well, now you're bringing personal beliefs into it. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Like it works both oh, ways. Oh, shit. How anyway. the turns tabled. The tables have turned. Mm. Anyway. Last question. Yeah. Yes. Last question. I, I play them for a variety of reasons. Nick doesn't think. So we don't have to, it's not a thing to ask him. I play them um, for a mix. Sometimes they're just fun to experience with other people when I stream. I mostly play them for reviews because people seem to like my uh, thoughts and opinions on them. Except for the people who do say, keep your subjective opinions out of your reviews. And I'm like, what the fuck do you think a review is? <laughs> I If I don't have any opinion on it, then it's just it's just a list of facts. It's not a review at that point. But yeah, yeah. For, for the most part, it's just always been the cheapest constant entertainment. It's really fun. It's a lot cheaper than going to the movies every night or going out bowling or going to a bar or something. Like I can spend 60 bucks and get a thousand hours out of Diablo. Like it's just, there's nothing else like it. And it's why it makes the most money because it lets me do all these different things, experience all these different stories because I love cutscenes when they're well done. And it, it, I get to do all these, this great gameplay. Just go to the movies and everything. watch those movies. But I can't you play know? those movies in between watching them. Ratchet and Clank's 2016, the remake, had it right. So Ratchet and Clank, they Insomniac what? took all those cutscenes, stitched them together, and released it as a movie. And I'm like, there you go. There you go, everyone. You want to watch those stupid cutscenes? There's a movie. There's a dedicated movie full of them. Go watch it. And let me play my fucking game. Okay. okay. Last question. Good old Collingwood. Happy Movember. John, Nick, and Jesse. We have our mo's. Uh, so Microsoft is going to invalidate unauthorized third-party gaming accessories from the console, partly because some bad actors use these accessories to cheat. Have you ever cheated in a video game? <laughs> oh boy! Nope. I can't tell. I can't tell my story. Uh, yeah, I've cheated when I was a kid in single-player stuff. I've never cheated online. Um, I wouldn't consider. I I wouldn't consider using things in the game naturally as cheating yeah i've like never had like using... a game genie or anything like that yeah, yeah. like although i cheated once i'm not telling I'm the story too. either for fear for fear of this podcast being watched and for what will happen like oh. so you cheated against somebody who knows you and watches this i am pretty confident that microsoft monitors our messages on xbox live our dms <laughs> Because I was cheating in a game for a long, long... And, and when I say cheating, it, it's weird. Cheating is the wrong word for what I was doing. Nick, What I careful. was doing was exploiting... <laughs> I was exploiting one of the most random quirks that I discovered completely by accident. I discovered this thing, this loophole, this exploit, completely and utterly by accident. And I used this exploit to become very high ranked and in an unnamed video game yep okay 
and when you were very I young made... yeah no i made the mistake of <laughs> no. mentioning this in a dm oh not long after that dm i was banned wow not long after and i had been getting away with it for a long 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 time so you can't tell me it's just a coincidence that after sending that dm to someone on xbox live bang I was suddenly yeah, banned. Part of the terms of service is they they go they comb through things. That's how they get racism. That's how they get mm. attacks. Like they go through. I them. cheated in. So a video I'm not going to say anything else. That's all I'm going to say. I cheated in a video game today. Today I was playing Trivial Pursuit Two live from Ubisoft, which was on sale, seventy five percent off. I mentioned it at the beginning of the show, so I bought it for four pound and six pennies. And my girlfriend is a trivia mastermind she just knows all sorts of random shit drives me insane i've never beaten her it it genuinely drives me nuts so we're playing and i am ahead right and she's won one and i've won one it's best of three and it's on the last one and it's like this question where it's like two options and you've got to pick one and they're usually really obvious and we were playing on one pad which we were passing back and forth and I just went, boop, boop, and just answered for a wrong. Well, there you go. And she went, <laughs> you cheated. I was like, oh, did wow. I press that right? Oh, I'm so sorry. It was mostly for jokes, but I feel bad. I'm sorry, Cam. No, you're the same. I'm you're... really good with general knowledge stuff like Trivial that. Pursuit. Who wants yeah. to be a millionaire? Anything you're not incredible at, Nick? There's some things. I'm not great at I, I can't play <laughs> golf. My, my aunt bought me Trivial Pursuit Lord of the Rings once. <laughs> It was so specific. Just not golf. <laughs> Just not golf. I'm not much of a ballet dancer. <laughs> yeah, I'm not great at golf. Most other sports, though. But yeah. Well, there you go. It's the end of the show. Show. Um, happy when Mo-Vember, I end this, said Collingwood. Oh. Mm. So, it's it's November. Should we? We'll shave off the bids and just roll. No, I'm no not way. doing it. No. Whoa. No way. Guys, no, oh, I'm no. not shaving off. I, I, look like a, I look like a total chance. herb with just a mustache. I would look horrible without my beard and mustache. Just a mustache. Would look horrible. If you get Jesse no. to over two grand today in extra life, he'll he'll have a mustache for a month. Not a chance. I mean, I have a mustache, but I'm not going to shave my beard. <laughs> yeah, no, no way. <laughs> No chance. I'd rather do no nut November than shave my mustache and beard. But with the show being over, if you don't want to immediately leave, the moment I hit end stream, it's going to kick you right over to the extra live stream. You can say hi and maybe drop a little money, get a game. Yeah. Yeah. Win some games. We had a signed Xbox era book from Phil Spencer. Uh, Hang out, raise some money for charity, do all the good things. Um, Because, you know, why wouldn't you? It's for the children. Uh, but on that note, it's, it is the end of the show. We appreciate the community for hanging out. Much love to our patrons, as always. Much love to our Xbox Era Discord members and our forum members. Much love to you, chat, on YouTube as well. Our YouTube members, you, you all rock. Um, and Jesse, good luck with the rest of the stream. Mm, yeah, good luck. Much Thank love. You. Um, and congratulations on all the success so far. I look forward to waking up and seeing it smash that 2K barrier. I have no doubt. I think it will happen. But yeah. Now my dad can get his study back. He can have his study back. 
I'm going to go to bed at a reasonable 1.40 a.m. It still feels like, wow. why did we go four hours? Like, we went three and a half, night. yeah, three and a half hours today. But... <laughs> so we're but sticking there was to a lot this of time, this. yeah? Yeah, it'll be 5 p.m. Eastern for And six it'll months. become 5 p.m. for that. Oh, Every so for day. six months, yeah. I'm starting at, yeah, okay, for, at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. is nice. 9 a.m. Right. for now, I guess. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Ciao for now. See those who stick around.